Welcome to the Paper Ninja Podcast. It's been three years since we last saw our heroes in the adventuring group known as Fate's Gambit. With the success and retaking of Athala, our heroes went their separate ways. However, the threat of a new danger pushes our heroes to meet again and work to end this dark and mysterious new danger. Will Fate's Gambit be able to begin again and face these foes? Find out in this episode of The Paper Dungeon. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Paper Dungeon. Oh, my gosh. We're so freaking excited to be back. I'm very excited to be back. Um, For those of you who weren't aware, um, I went on a little sabbatical. I was gone for most of July and the first little bit of September. Um, But we're back. We're feeling better than ever. We are super stoked and excited to uh, get started on chapter two of our main campaign which just as a little side note we're now calling book one um so just be aware so of that much, it's so much better. you know because paper and books you know chapter, just makes you know, sense paper, campaign one chapter. is book one yes D- so this will be rectified in the future sentences yeah, you know. do, do you know. Uh, yeah, each episode, sentence three. Sentence three through 16, you know. Chapter, or paragraph three. Yeah, subsection eight. <laughs> oh, my um, God. We are so excited to be back, so excited to be playing. Um, we do, as per usual, getting back into the swing of it, we do have several announcements to get through. So we will start with the beautiful Miss Lydia Korn uh, going through it. Hi, guys. If you didn't already know, which you should, but we have other social medias. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We are technically on Facebook, but don't worry about that one. Um, (laughs) Don't talk about Facebook We've been on our break kind of thing. They've been a little inactive, but we're getting back on top of it. I've got a few TikToks ready to go, and uh, I'm so excited. So make sure to go follow us there at The Paper Dungeon. Yeah. Don't bash on Lydia, by the way. She literally moved halfway across the country. So that's why I'd like to talk. <laughs> it's true. It's you true. Know, like, <laughs> she kind of was an adult. So don't bash on Lydia. Um, Grant has our next announcement. You can bash on Grant. Uh, all right. Well, I have to shout out, first of all, thanks, chat, to all of the gifted subs and everything right now. All the oh my support. Gosh, the hype train already. You guys are awesome already. We got the hype train going. It's great. I got a shout out. As you know, we oh got the podcast listeners. We got the YouTube viewers. Thank you for all the support. Everybody has been trickling into the Discord. We have uh, more people than we almost ever have right now. People ready for the second part. A lot of those have come from finding us on podcasts, finding us on YouTube, finding us on TikTok. And you guys showed up here, and we want more of you here because we love you. And we like saying hello when you say hi in chat. So go ahead and do that. If you have a Prime sub, this is your chance to sub with that Prime for free. Just so you know, DJ literally was like, Grant, don't put on the glasses and filter. And then Grant did. You can see this on uh, on YouTube. So yeah, also, everybody, thanks for being here. That's it. <laughs> also, for those of you who've been catching up with the break, good job. You guys are awesome. Hopefully you got a chance to catch up on a bunch of them and maybe even got all the way caught up. That'd be great. Um, last but not least, Aaron is going to do our next announcement. Speaking of catching up and having all you people coming from different areas and the Spotify's and the other things like that, really good place where you can convene and maybe talk with other people who are catching up is our Discord because we have that and it's super great. 
Um, I know a lot of you are probably in the Discord. They may be having a Discord watch party right now. You can influence the bingo in some certain ways. All around, our Discord community is phenomenal. Got They're some popping. people setting up little D&D games and stuff like that. So if you aren't already in it, join. What are, what are you doing? Get on it. Get in there. <laughs> um, also, we have a... A website with our merch store. Don't use the link in chat because we haven't fixed it yet. We misspelled dungeon. It's the paperdungeon.com. Uh, and you can go to our merch store and you can buy stuff that has like our logo on it and other things like that. And speaking of merch stores, the wonderful Lydia Corinne also has a merch store um, where you can buy uh, like pillows and clothing and all sorts of other things with her art on it or commission her. I don't know how she's doing on her waiting list, but you can be on that. And so get on that, go support Lydia. She needs to pay rent. Um, and, and thank you for all of your, all of your patronage. Back to you, DJ. Did we really misspell our own name? Yes, a little we absolutely bit. did. And it's been misspelled and for it's, like and ever. And it's been wrong years. for like yeah. at what least are we a talking year. About and we've not fixed it for some Grant. reason. <laughs> Grant, you're the one that would fix this. <laughs> I don't even know what the problem is. <laughs> Look at the word dungeon. It doesn't have an E. Dungeon. So, <laughs> last but not least, uh, while we have been gone, we have not been inactive. We do have a number of things coming up. Um, be on the lookout for a Triple Witch one-shot. That should be coming up sometime this week in the evenings. I think we're planning maybe Thursday evening. I think that's I can Thursday do Thursday one. evening. I think we'll talk about it. I think that's what we decided, but I can't remember. But we're, we're going to have a alert you to... in the Discord when we figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> as you can see, Aaron is going to be playing a new character as um, our beautiful boy, Track R.I.P., is no longer here. Spoilers. So this will be um, much like we did with all the other characters. It'll be a two-hour one-shot that just kind of introduces um, Ebonthe Triplewitz. And uh, I tried really hard, Aaron. Um, and just kind of introduces him in general. We also are beginning to record season three of Between the Rows, Sins of the Father. Aaron, it's kind do of the crazy voice. that we already Between have. Between the Rows, Sins of the Father. Guys, is it not crazy that we're already recording our third season of Between the Rows? We're a production uh, company, man. Right. I'm owning it now. That guys, yeah. literally in so... less than a month is two years. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like September 7th, right? September 7th. I finished nice. my coffee. Two years of the paper. That's dungeon. pretty incredible. And then also, um, in the spirit of making a bunch more one-shots and stuff like that, we also have two one-shots that will be going over what the different characters in the main campaign have been doing during the break. It's going to be Renaya and Cather. Right? Renaya and Leshka? Believe... Yeah. Just Renaya and Leshka. Cather doesn't Renaya exist. and Leshka. Oh. Leshnaya. Anyway, Lesh it'll be Renaya and Leshka uh, as they Reshka. team up to hang out in the Scholar's Guide and get some things done. And then it will be uh, Triplewitz and Edward as they go on their own adventures across the seas. Um, so we will be releasing those to our Patreon. And then I believe a month or two later, we will be re-releasing them to our Twitch subscribers. So Patreon members get early access to those one shots and then our twitch subscribers will have permanent access to those a couple months later you'll probably get access to those through our discord so once again if you're a subscriber you're not on our discord especially you you have no idea how hard i'm playing this discord <laughs> <laughs> aaron's looking at you right now he's yeah. pointing even 
be ready for <laughs> bunches of content. We also have another side series that's going to be getting in the works as well. So lots of stuff coming along, um, lots of things coming together. Be checking out our Patreon, be checking out the Discord. Discord will have all of the announcements. That's, that is the community hub. That's where everything goes down. If you're not in the Discord, what are you doing with your life? Come on. There's a watch party going there on is. right now. Shout There's out watch party in, in the Discord. They're yeah. all watching you it together. Hang out and watch our show together. Go do that. It's great. That means there's yeah, two thirds yeah. of you that could be over there. And also, if you're in the Discord, open the stream to help. Yes. <laughs> and then another little shout out to Lydia, as she's been doing, we've been doing a bunch of testing of different programs behind the scenes so that we could get captions going, some closed captions going, and we finally got something that we think we're going to work. Zoom finally like added stuff. So we got that, and she's redesigned a bunch of stuff to make that happen. So big shout out to Lydia on that. I think, I think that's everything. I believe so. Uh, I can't think of anything, guys. Uh, yeah. Are we ready? Uh, this week's snack of the week. I hate you, uh, Let's go ahead and get started Roll with the clip. this week's episode <laughs> of book one, Chapter two, episode one of The Paper Dungeon. Welcome to Nico Muris, a world of lost legend and forgotten lore. As the world, still recovering from the decimation of the trial, approaches the turn of the century, ancient evil returns with a lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us into a planar conspiracy as powers beyond your imagination plot the downfall of all that is right and good. Three years have passed since our heroes fought a war to reclaim a fallen land. Now, they must once again take up arms and write a new story, a tale of glory, fear, and fortune, as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. We back. Welcome back to Nico Muris. It's been three years since we've seen our heroes, and their lives have changed much since we last saw them. Having come off the victories at Athala, they have dived deep into their respective roles in society. While some may not be as willing to embrace modern society, all have found new lives for themselves. Over these three years, we have seen much change amongst the lands of Talyra. The Moon Elves returned home and began their own siege on Dalwara, eventually reclaiming it and beginning a restoration process. Back in Aklaran, the people have slowly begun to return to Athala, which is deep within its own restoration process. Due to this process having to take much time and effort, many citizens of Aklaran have settled into the refugee camps outside of Athala. With its ever-increasing size and more and more establishments being built, uh, it has become known as New Athala. Um, and it is almost, if not more populated than the original. This is a common trend now in Aklaran, as many new towns are being established where refugees have settled. As promised to the orcs, a vast swath of land has been designated as an orcish territory in the northern region of Aklaran. 
The integration of this vastly different society has been challenging, but slowly the two groups are learning to find peace. However, this does not mean that there aren't groups on both sides who wish to see the other fall. To help with this, the largest building project since the, uh, the construction of Athala has been started. A vast wall surrounding the territory of the orcs to prevent any unwelcome guests from entering on their land and to give them a definite border in which they can rule as they see fit. At the request of the orcs, the wall has been stained a deep red, this with the sands of the wastes, giving it the moniker the Crimson Wall. On the surface, though not perfect, it would seem as if Talyra is once again finding a time of peace. Within the new reinstated peace, we find ourselves once again in the deserts of Elon Ryan. Deep in the golden sands lies a hidden library known as the Scholar's Guide. Within, we find a beautiful young high elf staying in her room. Renaya, would you please give a brief description of what you've been up to for the last three years? Um, so for the past three years, the first year was spent um, helping everyone settle, helping Edward with establishing orcs, um, filling out the last things for Tarak, um, and just helping everybody as they did all kind of go off in their separate ways. Um, that first year was spent a lot for herself working on her magic and spending time between mm -hmm. Rots and Malice. Mm -hmm. um, year two, she spent a lot of time in the abyss. Hanging out, having a grand old time. Maybe you know. a little too much time. Uh, but then year three, um, she did end up towards the end making her way to the Scholar's Guide, asking for Leshka's help in her research and studies of various things. Um, and that's where she resides now. Very nice. Yeah, so you've been living at the Scholar's Guide for a little bit of time. Um, we're going to go back a few days, actually, um, or remember from a few days. You have been searching through the library for a variety of different information, um, a lot of it concerning anything about being the Halak, um, looking into research for different magic items that you have in your possession. And a few days ago, you were in one of the, it's actually considered a forbidden library, but because you have Leshka as your connection, you're allowed in. Um, but as the library of uh, lost lore, this, uh, if you remember, in the Scholar's Guide, there is the massive central um, area, which has the main desk. It has a number of different stations around it. There's tables. There's um, uh, different things for uh, map making. There's different alchemical solutions. There's many different places for any sort of magics that you need or any type of lore keeping or inscribing that you would need inside that central library. And then surrounding that central library are a massive number of small subject-specific libraries some of them open, some of them being guarded by different things. Um, you know that when the library was first construction, first constructed, each one of these mini libraries was guarded by something or some trial or some puzzle. And over the centuries, they've slowly been picking them away. Uh, there's still quite a few that haven't been um, opened yet. This is one though that has been. It's known as the Library of Lost Lore. It is basically this grand, um, it looks like almost kind of like, it looks like a tower and a log cabin had a kid. Um, very, very kind of like cozy, very warm. Um, basically, it's just a, 
a square box, like a log cabin box that goes up. And then there's um, a brick section along the backside of it where there's a massive hearth that keeps going up the entire way. Um, it's probably about a hundred by hundred foot box with several, several shelves in it. Most of the stuff in here is extremely damaged copies of um, lore or items or stuff like this. It's stuff that isn't really usable, but every once in a while you can salvage something from it. So it's like burnt sheets of paper and torn maps that are missing three-fourths of it or, you know, a paintings that got pulled out of the ocean. And so it's all smudged and smeared, all this different type of stuff. Basically, it's ruined history. As you've been going through it, you found a partially burned scrap uh, that you've been making your way through. You basically just kind of making your way through all of them, trying to slowly reveal it. There's, this isn't like a huge library compared to the other ones. It's not like there's 10 million copies in here. It's kind of like, eh, you know, over the course of six months, you could pretty, you could get through a pretty dense section of this, you know, just glancing over everything. This piece of paper caught your eye specifically because you recognized the language that was written, that it was written in. You're not knowing the, the name of this language, but recognizing that is the language used of the ancient celestials. Much like Cather's book was written in, much like Ruat is written in, those type of characters. On this scrap, I'm going to have you go ahead and make a perception check or investigation, whichever you'd like. Okay. Roll, I need the first uh, roll. Chapter two, don't first roll. It. Chapter two. First, you got check. No this pressure. Is going to no pressure. How this is, this go. is the this is the vibe of the whole rest of the campaign. Leah. This is and you said perception or investigation, whichever you like. Perception. This is going to go better. down in history. Just letting you know. That's I really hope it's a one. A thirteen on die plus. Yeah, that's that's eight. above average. That's okay, above 21. average. Okay. Pretty good. As you look over this, you you go and you sit down at one of the many tables. Um, they're like, they're kind of like booths that kind of stick out of the walls. And then they have, it's like, you know, when there's like those tile tables that really kind of suck because they're like so hard and dense and they're uneven because there's the grout and everything like that. Mm -hmm. It's like that. It's a tile table that nobody likes. Um, you go and you sit down. You'll notice that most of this room is very fireproof. Um, you go and you sit down and you begin looking over this document, trying to just kind of make it out. Um, the top corner, like much of the left side is burnt off. Um, a little bit of the top right corner is burnt off. Along the bottom is burnt. But you can see three things that catch your eye. First of all, along the left side, just barely in one of the sections that managed to survive the burning, you notice, and what initially really caught your eye, the word Ruat written there. As you look down further, that's T right there. I know what that is. As you look down further along what you uh, begin to um, decipher as would be a list, you also see the word Lex, L-E-X. Okay. And then further down along the bottom of the map, which much of it is burned off, but on the bottom right corner that's still there, you see um, a very generalized continental map of an area that you do not recognize. But marked on that map is another word, uh, Justitia, J-U-S-T-I-T-I-A. 
Okay. Tea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, I'm I'm immediately gonna like uh carefully put it somewhere safe, but like what? tucked away. Oh yeah, you, then, you press it between the pages of one of your notebooks so that it stays protected. And then I'm gonna go find Leshka. Okay, um, Leshka's not there. You know that Leshka left uh, about a week ago to go um, talk to someone. He just kind of left. <sighs> of course he did. Um, hmm, what do I do now? I'm sorry, Lydia, I don't make the rules, okay? <laughs> I mean, is the and do I see anything else around where this was that could also like be related to this in the library like yeah. on the shelves or anything like that i'm um, going to make an investigation check okay oh that's an eight um looking through there's a lot of these papers it's kind of they don't have like plastic sleeves you know like we'd like modernly like catalog stuff like that but they do have um each of these papers is like encased in these two panes of glass that have little frames. So they're like bunches of like basically pictures, like pictures of these documents as they're squished between these two panes of glass. And so you kind of like flip through some of them as you're going through, um, just kind of seeing if there's anything immediately around it. The other unfortunate thing about this library is that it's not organized like a traditional library where it's like, okay, author and, you know, uh, last name, first name, author, blah, blah, blah. It's like, hey, this is a piece of lost lore, throw it in there and nobody's really ever going to check it again because nobody, it's unusable. So there's no point in trying to organize it. Um, you've spent more time in here than most, than probably the rest of the members of the Scholar's Guide combined in the last like five years, probably. So. Okay. Um, then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to summon pockets. Um, you summon pockets his uh his horns scaly lizard-like kind of monkey type uh body appears and he kind of goes okay 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 i need you to do something for me okay okay i need you to keep looking carefully because everything's in ruins i need you to carefully look through this look for anything that has this kind of writing remember like what how ruat was written see this stuff I show him like the writing on the map. He uh, reaches into his infinite pockets and pulls out a pair of glasses that you know he stole off of Edward at one point and puts them on. Okay, recognize this? Okay, look and around. His eyes look much bigger than they should be. See if you can find anything on this. If you do, bring it back to me, okay? But remember, be very careful because everything's really damaged. He uh, takes the glasses, tosses them on the ground, and then goes scruffling over to the shelf as he's... Sh shuffling over this, he does step on break the glasses um, before crawling up on the shelf and very slowly and carefully pulling one out, examining it, putting it back, pulling out the next one, examining it. And he's very like monkey-like where he's like gripping the shelf with his bottom <laughs> feet and like just hanging off the side. Um, but yeah, he's very slowly, as, as you directed him to be very careful, he's very slowly making his way through um, the rest okay. of that shelf. Um, and then while he does that, um, what would be a good like open area kind of deal? Obviously, there's the main uh, library, the main foyer that has 
number of different tables and booths and um, study nooks and all that type of stuff. It's designed to be the place where people want to read because most of the time the guy, the scholar's guide wants to keep people in a central location where they can watch them and not let anything happen to their stuff. There are smaller booths within each of the individual libraries as well. Um, so like you can stay at that table and watch pockets, the tile table, or you can go back to the main foyer and have a lot bigger, more open space to kind of hang out at. You could Is also... there any kind of like windows maybe? Windows thing. What do you, what do you mean by like windows? Do you want like like sunshine windows? See, because I want to go and I want, I want to like give a little word to Malice, but... I don't want him to show up and shatter windows if he shows up. Because he's done so that. So the Scholar's before. Guide is a pocket dimension, technically. Okay. Um, and so there are fake windows in some of the mini libraries. In the main foyer area, basically, you can kind of think of it like, you know how there'd be like Roman temples where there's not an actual like building, but there's like pillars all around to the, to the outside space and it's kind of like an mm -hmm. open area? That's the main thing. It's like the main library is a bunch of these open arches that all encircle. And then the mini libraries are just kind of like on the outside of it. And if you were to look around, it's just an infinite black void all around you. Okay. Uh, and then once you go into the mini libraries, you have more of a kind of like fake ecosystem where it's like, okay, I'm inside a cabin and the windows look out onto a forest or it's, gotcha. I'm inside any of this type of thing. So it yeah. depends on where you're at, but none of them lead to an actual material plane place. It's all okay. fake, all magic. Okay, then I'm just gonna go to like somewhere where I know. I'll go back to like my room. Oh, right. yep. Um, and then I'll just have like mentally communicate with pockets. Like, if he finds anything, come back. If he doesn't find anything, come back. Kind of deal whenever. Um, okay. but then she'll kind of get settled. She'll get out her holy symbol. Um. Okay, I think I've got something. Um, I don't know how much of a lead it is but i need your help knowing if i can do anything with it or what exactly it is i don't know that might not make sense okay uh i'll talk with you later i still haven't figured out if this is like the right okay i'm gonna put it down now and she like puts it down <laughs> and then she's just going to continue to look through it try to see if she can notice anything with it, with the damaged parts, if she mm -hmm. can make out anything. Um, I'll just tell you now, you can't make anything else out. Those are the three things. You got the highest thing that you needed. So that's the max amount of information you're able to get, the, that mm -hmm. uh, portion of the map, and then the two words. Um, real quick, Leshka, did you have something that you want to say? I noticed you raised your hand twice. I was just going to say, an option is she could go outside into the desert if she wanted to. It's hot. Mouth. It's hot out there. It's hot out there. You know, it's bright. <laughs> the sun, the sun's bright. The sand burns. It's not a great time. You know, the reason they put this here is that nobody comes here. You know, so fair <laughs> enough. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, that, you, know. you say your prayer to Malice, um, hoping that she would come. Remind me, has Malice read this this before? This this language. That's I a question. Can't remember, I can't remember if he interpreted it or not. Um, I think he's seen. No, 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 because he was created it was Graz. later. It was Graz. It was Graz yeah. who did that. Yes. Okay. I, I remember this. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, your cool boyfriend. 
Um, you call upon Malice. Um, let's see. Your room is not big. It's it's a very small room. It's enough for like a bed, and you have a little space for your stuff, and then like a sink, and that's it. Um, with like a, like a mirror that's like this big, like not a whole lot of space. It's very like hey, kind of like monkish, very scholarly. Like you have minimal possessions. Knowledge is what sustains you. You don't eat for seven months at a time because who needs food? Type of thing. Um, so you call upon Malice, um, and after a little while, you do hear a knock on your door. I open it. Malice is in the very cramped little tight hall, squished in with his head, like, in front of the door, basically taking up the whole hall. Okay. Hi. Uh, you look a little cramped. Okay. Um, dude, I'd offer you to come in, but I don't think you'll fit. He okay. hits his head on the wall. Oh, careful. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just hold this up for you, okay? Let me know. Do you recognize it? You recognize you don't. Okay. Alice shakes his head. Um. Do you do you think you could find somebody who does? Malice, Malice shrugs. I know you can because this is this is this is the fancy this is the fancy old language thing, and you know you know like other gods and things. Alice points. And then he, he like back crawls his way out and Where then disappears. Oh no. Okay. Well. Malice dies. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please no. And we never saw him again. I don't. Do I wait? Do I wait? He or oh. Well Renaya screams to an uncaring god. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> okay. I missed you, well. Aaron. I don't know what to do now. My god um, has waddled off into the hall. Ask Kiyomura message. Oh, wait. I don't think I have that prepared. Cast, yeah, cast sending no. to Kiyomura. Just like, hey. After you know three years of language? not talking, just cast sending to Kiyomura. Slide into the DMs. <laughs> so I found so this thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, I don't not have it, I don't have it prepared. Um, go ahead and roll a history check for me, Renaya. Okay. Can those, can those muscles read ancient texts? That's right. That's an 18. Um, you sit here and, you know, ruminate on the fact that Malice, once again, is the least helpful god possible, while still being the most helpful god possible. I love him, but oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but as you kind of think through this, you remember that you actually recognize Lex. Remembering that on the base of Urak Varas, where the hammer meets the shaft, Lex is inscribed there. That's that's important information. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Oh gosh, Malice. Um she takes out her holy symbol. Okay, I'm not going to I'm not I'm gonna go. I gotta I gotta wait. Uh, yes. Okay, I gotta go. I'm gonna gotta the the, the key. The, I I 
I, I'm, I'm going away. I'm not going to be in the room. You'll find me. And then she's, she's gonna like, um, dismiss pockets while he's still in there, but so that he's like back. <laughs> and then, um, she's going to start trying to figure out a way to get to, um, what did, what do we call it? What did, Gambit's what did, Keep. We're gonna, I want to go to Gambit's Keep. Okay. Um, it's not, teleportation yeah. yeah, it's not terribly difficult to get to Gambit's Keep. Yes, Leshka. Well, I was just raising my hand and volunteering to assist in that process, but I'm not around, so. You're Leshka not around. Go dead. away. What are you doing here? Um, <laughs> Cone of cold. Leshka is dead. That's awkward. <laughs> you, yeah, you remember very simply that there is a teleportation circle that links the Scholar's Guide to many other teleportation circles, and you happen to know the code, quote-unquote, the 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 um, astral code for your teleportation circle in Gambit's Keep, so you can just teleport between the Scholar's Guide and Gambit's Keep. It's a rather it's simple just, process. It's Yo. just Edward's name. He, we were like, you should make Edward a good password. Nine, nine, like, nine, Edward, nine, nine. Yeah. Edward, one, two, three, four, zero, five. zero, zero, zero. <laughs> Edward, one, two, three. <laughs> underscore exactly. XX, Edward slaves. XOXO Gothic Girl. Underscore. This is so nice. We literally had to get chased by like evil necky owls and betrayed by an old man to get to the Scholar's Keep last time. Do you remember that? The Scholar's no. Guide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go there. Okay. Um, yeah, you head out of your room. So again, there's that central building and then all around it is the um, the mini libraries. There's also a spiral staircase that goes around the base as well that leads down to the lower level. That's where the Acolyte rooms are. That's where your room is, Leshka's room is, and stuff like that. That's where the teleportation circle is. That's where more of the magical, like, um, more um, enclosed spaces. So, like, for experimental alchemy and other, you know, sketchy kind of things that we don't really want to talk about. Hush, hush. There's a lot of locked rooms down there. It's a little bit of storage. We don't, you don't know a lot about some of the rooms that are down there because they don't tell you these type of things. But you do know where the teleportation circle is. Before I before I do it, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly scribble a note and slap it on Leshka's door and be like, I've I went I went to Gambit's keep. I've done it. I've gone. And then okay. I've got to yeet into the teleportation circle. Gone fishing. Um, <laughs> you head downstairs, you uh, there is a um an acolyte there who is um attending it. You know this acolyte, his name is Hagen. Um God Hagen, what a guy. You don't like Hagen? Chad. I don't know. <laughs> I just um, that. You enter like the teleportation pumpkin. circle and um, feel that very similar, very fun, um, familiar sensation of your like gut falling and you, you losing your stomach and all that type of stuff as you find yourself in the very dimly lit teleportation room of Gambit's Keep, a place that you have spent some time at, but really not a whole lot especially since it was finished because it was only finished about a year ago and you've spent most of your time not on the material plane or near here but it's been quite a while since you've been here okay you do however remember that in one of the central locations as the keep has many many rooms and hallways and tunnels and all this type of stuff there's several like kind of conjoining areas but you do remember that one of them has a small shrine to Tarak where Arakvaros and the Spear of Vrumsh are both nestled on. I have a map. 
<laughs> I, I have no clue if that's actually accurate to Aaron's it, map. It's, I'm it's making in, it up as I go. Uh, below Tarak's room, all of the people. So, just so you know, because... You should post it in thing. Discord, maybe. I can, I can do that. I, well, spoilers. I'd like to turn it into, into like, uh, digital Minecraft? instead of just on paper. We could. Oh my god. Minecraft, um, that'd be so, we could. each of the members of, of Fate's Gambit has a tower in this square area. And underneath each tower, they each have their own secret room, which you're... Uh, whatever your secret room happens to be, whatever you want in there. No one else in the keep knows of, of it except for uh, you You all know tracks because it doesn't really need to be secret. Um, uh, both uh, the Spear of Grumpsh and um, Barack of Aras are in Trax's secret room. Okay. Which is a very easy... You literally just move like one of a... a, a, a weapon case and there's just a yeah. ladder. She'll do that. Is the Does the room look cool? Do uh, yes, it is go? enchanted uh, to yes. look like you are standing um, like on that like big column on the on one of the pillars of Dern and it is constantly uh, the the crimson uh, the red dawn. The red dawn. It's, like, Renai, it's where Renaya got her name. It's been a long time, yeah. Red dawn. Uh, it, it always looks like it's the Red Dawn. You can even feel the heat of the desert winds, maybe even some sand flakes. It's a great enchantment. I some screams in the distance <laughs> um, of people being, uh, you know, you murdered. <laughs> make your way into uh, Tarak's room. Feel the familiar sensation of <clears throat> the Scarlet Wastes. Excuse me, I'm choking on my war. Um, you feel the familiar sensation of the warm breeze with, fleckle, uh, with little flecks of sand coming through you don't really know like you know magic magic's your thing you know how they got the spell to simulate flecks of sand flying into your eyes you don't know and you're kind of pissed off that they did manage to get that accurate because <laughs> that sucks it's that's really the worst annoying. part um but on the far side there is um a little pedestal with um a rock for us resting head down on it shaft sticking up and then um Above it, there is the Spear of Grumsh hanging on the wall. Aaron, I'm sorry if this isn't to your liking. I don't know the details no, of this. Oh, no, wait. you're kidding. Uh, the Spear no, of you're Grumsh doing great. Uh, is, is actually uh, surrounded by chains that anchor it to the ground. Also, there is a uh, Zone of Truth spell cast on this zone, and if you say a lie, you are teleported to the entrance. There um, you go. But yeah, the, uh, the, the Spear of Grumsh is chained just into the earth. Nice. Um... You approach the hammer, and we're gonna move on to someone else. T. Yo. So, Edward. All right, we're doing this. Let's Let's go. How's it going, buddy? It's going really well. Like, are you asking Edward or Grant? Well, I was asking you, Grant. How's it going? Me, Grant. You know, doing real well. It's so nice to hear uh, Renaya stumble over her words when she's flustered just classic put a smile to my face you know we saw we saw the fortress saw the cool little sacred space of the relics and yeah i'm chilling i ate a bowl of golden grams earlier would you like to know more i drank a whole coffee you can actually just stop talking at this point um or actually rather i have you answer this question people are here for what has edward been doing over the last three years give us a brief description Okay, so shortly after the siege on Athala, Edward attended a meeting with the political leaders. 
and essentially talking about how Aquaron's going to go, all that stuff. And he was appointed the task of, and he actually volunteered for it, uh, the task of mediating between the orcs and the people of Aquaron, deciding kind of what's going to happen and how that's all going to go. And then also the rebuilding and resettlement of Athala, um, which, as you could imagine, would be quite stressful. Fast forward, um, he's pretty much helped get the orcs their own land, and he's been learning orcish, um, so he's been able to kind of communicate with them. And, of course, the Tanara already kind of knew him through that whole deal, um, so he's been able to do that. Although the tough part is that all of the grievances that have go towards the orcs from the people of Athala go to Edward. He is the middleman, so he's handling that. He's also handling rebuilding of Athala. Quite stressful. Um, but as we get closer to nowadays, um, Athala is, as you said in the beginning, nearing completion. They've been working on the temples for a long time, which Edward is frustrated on because all that's left is the third ring and some odds and ends here. And he's just like, I hope you finish the temple soon because I'm sad that the third ring isn't done. But you I know, want my gets. house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, you know, he gets it. Um, he's also working alongside Charles. Um, if you remember, um, Edward's homie. Charles has been appointed leadership over the refugee camps, which they are calling the refugee camps, the people that want to stay there, knew Athala, and they want Charles to lead. And Charles doesn't want that. Neither does Edward, because that's just a whole nother headache. Um, however, uh, this seems kind of inevitable. So they've been trying to get people to move back to Aklaran, but that's been challenging. Or not Aklaran, Athala. But some people just don't want to return to Athala, which they get, but they need people to settle there. So they've launched a whole campaign to try to get people back. You know, it's all this kind of stuff. So you it's just a lot of politics. Like right? Switzerland does, where it's like sell a plot of land for like a buck or something. You know, that's a great idea, you know, and it's more decent than it used to be. It's almost self-sufficient. But Edward has also been taking more international trips um, as a bit of a diplomat to actually get people to aid in the rebuilding of Athala and Charles and Edward have been working really hard to make it sound real good because it is it's better like the new the great Athala not the new Athala but the, the Athala is better than ever come move to Athala rebranded yeah exactly so there's actually <laughs> been a lot fountains. of diversity there's even some international diversity now in Athala we have um, free wi-fi now yeah so Edward you know he's, he's his life his life is a bit in danger at times because people really don't like what's happening with the orcs here and there, and he's just dealing with a lot. So that's kind of what he's doing. He visits the keep every now and then, but for the most part, he keeps to himself. What? Um, yeah. Speaking of being the middleman and having to deal with all these political issues and all anything like that, we are going to open with you on your way to the Crimson Wall. You've been requested okay. to show up as, um, from what you've heard, orcs have been now, the orcs have been now having to deal with um, a number of bandits or maybe one set of bandits who are um, intercepting supplies um, for the wall, stones and dirt and sand and um, and imports from the Scarlet Waste itself so that they can actually stain everything. A lot of those materials that are needed to actually build the wall have been intercepted, and it's causing a, a pretty sizable delay in the progress of the wall. And so uh, you've so requested to come basically either deal with that or figure out how to get permission. So you slowly are making your way. Um, what is your preferred style of travel, my friend? 
Uh, he prefers horseback, and he prefers to have a small militia of military with him because you never know who's going to show up, mm-hmm. especially when you're doing something that regards the orcs, you know. Um, and so he will be on horseback, and he will be behind him will be a few select horsemen, if that's okay. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you and your um, personal guard, your band of militia, um, have been making your way to the Crimson Wall for um, a few days now. It is a decent journey, um, although from Athala or New Athala, it's only uh, like two to three days versus from like uh, Ktin or from Gambit's Keep, it's going to be like a solid week of riding from there. Right. Um, but from wherever you're coming from, you now see in the distance the massive crimson wall rising out of the plains. Um, you see the different towers. You see the wall is stained that deep crimson. It's also marked with a number of different inscriptions and runes that the priests of Luthic carve into the wall to bless it and to call upon um, the orcish gods to um, defend the wall and to bless it and make it strong and all those types of things. But the you know the priests of Luthic. Um, it's kind of terrifying, honestly. It looks very orcish, and they're not ashamed of it at all. It looks like a spiked wall that's constantly bleeding is kind of what it looks like. Um, Edward states to the guards, he says, Ah, there's the great terrible wall. We've been working on it for so long, I haven't seen it in months. Finally, it's becoming to come to be. Your guards are like, here, here. Um, as here, here. you make your way <laughs> out, um, as you get a lot closer, there is a greeting party that comes out to you to rise out. Um, a few orcs riding their aurochs, um, come out. You do recognize, um, one of them right away, Urul. Um, he is the, um, head supervisor of the Northern Wall. Um, and Edward pulls out his half-orc amulet from under <laughs> his breastplate, just to make sure it's showing. Um, as they come out, you, um, you and the orcs speak mostly in orcish as much as possible. Um, the orcs are also being, um, some of the orcs are being educated. You know that Rule is actually only a couple years old. He's one of the first orcs to be born in, uh, within the border, the borders of the Crimson Wall. He's also wow. the first orc who has been sent to Ocleron to be educated. So he actually is fluent in common as much as he is in orcish along with elvish as well and so he's very very educated he's been giving education in the engineering that's why he's the supervisor of the wall he's basically trained specifically to be the supervisor over the construction of the wall so i would assume edward knows this person quite well and i would also assume that the orcs themselves sent this person to to the city correct like the orcs yeah it was was kind of a it was um, it was their idea, but you kind of oversaw it and the actual implementation of it, um, Very making cool. sure that he was protected and safe and that nothing happened to him, um, okay. and that he didn't, you know, like rip out one of the other kids' throats, um, whole nine yards. Plus, it was interesting because, you know, it takes a year for orcs to mature. So by the time that he was a year old, he was equivalent to being a full-grown adult. So you had to very much like pick and choose, like what is important education form and what's not important education and had to pick and choose so you really focused on language politics and engineering um so he could be a really good kind of middleman just like you he's basically your equivalent on the orcish side uh, okay how you edward connect. says in broken orcish i see you have done well on the wall i will most likely kill you for it uh not this day you must try harder 
thank you for your progress um, and thank you for joining. Come. They lead you into the borders. Um, there's this massive like wrought iron gate that's made out of um, obviously wrought iron, but then there's these like bone shards that stick out of it and spears. And um, there's like a couple like auric carcasses that like hang off the sides that they've drenched in oil and are lit. And so there's just like burning cows on the side of these, uh, on each side of the gate. This is like outlast energy. Yeah, 100%. It's very like Mad Max energy. Um, You enter into the gates, which they close behind um, before you are then pulled up to um, kind of this, it's basically an office building near the outer wall. It's where um, a rule lives most of the time and it's where he does most of the planning and overseeing the different things it's also where they have meetings for this type of stuff where people like oneg and uh, mazoga um two of the other construction people um also meet with rule um and so he eventually brings you into the office um and begins pouring you this thick really really dark looking almost like gelatinous mead it's it looks really gross does um, it smell bad Oh, it smells horrible. It smells like rotting okay. flesh and, you know... Edward's like, eyes are watering, but he's doing his darndest to keep a straight face. Thank you for arriving quickly. Of course. I was excited to see the new wall. Progress was being made quickly up until about two weeks ago. We have discovered, or not discovered, I should say, but uh, encountered... A number of raids over the last couple of weeks on supply shipments. They have been uh, taking and, from what we've seen, just dispersing the materials on many of the outer banks. Looks like they're not even really caring to take the materials and sell them. Um, mostly just trying to disrupt our progress. It would seem. I have. Do you know where these offenders hail from? Often they hail from the east. Well, it's not surprising there are people trying to slow this down. But I'll make sure we take care of it as soon as we can. The orcs are a priority of mine. We thank you for that. And I would suggest as quickly as possible, there are a number of orcs who are calling for us to deal with this ourselves. And that the permission of Ocleron is not a necessity to deal with these enemies of our state. If we were to allow this, I fear that these bandits would be massacred. Yes, and let me remind you that any orcish interference would most likely cause more trouble than stop it. I, am I know that I know that the orcs are quite self-sufficient. I'm not trying to replace anything that you're attempting to accomplish. We just are looking for the betterment of your future, as well as the future of Aklara. I know your intentions. There are many who despise your view of it. Thinking I'm that well we aware. are not a people that needs to be guided, but much more left alone to our own affairs. But poor our arrangements. I understand that there are many things that need to go through before these bandits can be taken care of or Perhaps a better way of putting this would be that these bandages must be left to Aklavon and not to ourselves. Which is why Good. I brought you. And Edward takes a sip of his mead and just goes, <coughs> Roll a constitution check. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
saving throw, I'm assuming? 11? Uh, just, just a check. Oh, just a check. Okay, still 11. Um, you take a, take a sip of it, and thankfully, Arul, um, as you take a sip of it, he's going to stand up to grab, like, a lamb's leg, because you immediately go <coughs> and choke. Um, you manage to uh, cover it up as yawning and stretching as he turns back around. <coughs> oh, that's some, that's some fine mead. So, woke me up. I'd like to ask, what are your plans? Oh, my plans. Well, and this is still in Orkish, by the way. Mm. Um, I think we will get a small group, a task force. We'll do some investigating. And we will do our best to reason with them. Perhaps pay them off. If that doesn't work, then imprisonment might be the only option. Until the walls are complete, then we'll deal with it in whatever way we must. But hopefully, they all survive and they leave the orcs alone. It would be a disservice to my people if I did not suggest a harsher treatment. Bandits should not be dealt with through negotiations. That's How about this? Imprisonment right away. After the term, the walls are finished, we revisit. At the end of the day, on Oklaranian soil, we handle it. On Orcus soil, you handle it. it I, I assure you, if they get within your walls, whatever means you see fit, carry them out. You have my blessing. This is good. I will keep this in mind. I hope that you are able to deal with these bandits quickly and swiftly. It would be a shame if they were to breach the walls. And he gives you a very pointed look. I assure you we'll do whatever we can. And if it doesn't work, I'll try to kill you. You will try. He says with a smile. Always fail. Yeah, no. He stands up um, and reaches his arm out to do the like, orcish greeting. Yeah, Ooh. let's go. Um, before giving a slight turn, um, you exit, remount, um, and Urul begins to um, make his way. You can tell that there's, of the 10 men that you've brought with you, it's very interesting. There's like five of them who are very, very comfortable they've come to be very accepting and understanding there's another five of them who look very uncomfortable lots of little like little looks what's going on you know they hear something behind them they kind of have a little jump to them of course mm-hmm. um, i'm assuming once we leave because i'm assuming we're kind of off again leaving the orcs i'd imagine you are or we, like, being left to your devices to deal with the bandits probably quickly right. if you want the bandits to have a chance of living all right, I assume some of these, you know, guards are probably new, right? I just got a small task force uh-huh. to show up. Um, and so we get on our horses. We're from the orcs. Edward turns his horse around and looks at them and says, you all did very well. And you, those of you who were afraid, it's good to show your fear, but don't show like you're incompetent. Don't show like that you're trying to challenge them or, or make yourself seem somewhat inferior. Show your fear. But remind them 
that you can hold your own if you had to. Basically, just so you're not mm, worth their time if they wanted to kill you. Because they could, but they won't if they don't think it's worth it. Um, so you all did well. If we do this again, I'd love if you come along, but it seems we have a bandit problem, and we need to deal with it quite quickly. And if I'm honest, I don't want to go back to Athala. That's, you know, you have to ride all the way there. That's at least a few days. We have to ride all the way back with a new task force. It's not worth it, especially since if they get in those barriers, they're going to be brutally murdered and probably tortured, and I would like to avoid that. So... I will welcome any of you who want to return home and not deal with these bandits to do so. However, you most likely will not go on an outing with me again. If you'd like to stay, then stay the night. Captain, who's we staying, are at your service. Who's going? We're all at your service, Captain. Fantastic. I really didn't want to try to do this with less numbers. Let's set up camp, but first let's get a couple miles away so the orcs don't get suspicious. If they think we're bandits, that's a whole nother thing. Uh, over there. And he just starts the preparation <laughs> just, for camp. Uh, that looks like a nice hill. Let's go On there. that hill, yeah. <laughs> I, I love Edward so much right now. Oh, I really? missed him! Thanks, guys. <laughs> you, you guys head to the hill, um, begin setting up camp. Um, you eventually get a fire going. You know, the guards are eating their rations around it, so on and so forth. Um, at one point, one guard does ask um, if you have any stories about the orcs, um, at which point you go into a little tirade talking about your first visit to the Scarlet Wastes and how you barely survived the sun and the plants. He and literally a little bit. Everything is out there trying to kill you. Um, that freaking toad. The freaking dude. Oh, true. He, dude, the, the, I the, ate an orc once. The crystal toad. I don't is, know if he talks about that because that's actually here. traumatic. He doesn't talk about when he turned into a toad and ate an orc because that yeah. was horrible. Um, he does talk about having to fight the orcs though in the ring. Yeah, this does um, for so half the men, the men that have been out before, already have a decent respect for you. They, they, all the soldiers kind of know of you, and all of them have a decent respect for you. Uh, nice. But it's it's a lot different when you hear what someone's can do and when you've actually seen it. Um, and so for those half soldiers, um, you. Um, you already have their like one loyalty and respect uh, for the other half. That's a little bit newer on uh, the ones that showed a little more fear um, through telling these stories. You can see they have both a lot more appreciation for yourself. Also a lot more appreciation for the orcs and kind of a little bit of an understanding awesome. of why they're so intense all the time, learning that like in the environment that they grew up in and, and that they had to survive, that was so deadly to anything that moved. Um, it puts a little bit more of an appreciation in their minds as they're going to bed. Uh, awesome. So I did want to clarify with Edward's storytelling, he's practiced this. He's been working on writing these tales to release mm -hmm. them at some point. Nice. But of course, he's a little busy for that. Um, but he's rehearsed it in his mind. So I, I want to clarify that in Edward's storytelling, he really, really emphasizes the other party members, especially mm -hmm. Tarak. Nice. And he does a bit of a like... Not an exodus type story, but more of a like the orcs in a positive light of like salvation for Aklaran, essentially. So yeah, yeah just clarifying that that's the point. It, you know? Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, so after a couple of days, we're going to 
we're going to kind of expedite this process. You're not actually going to go awesome. Imagine that, the whole episode is Edward and these guards fighting these bandits. Like <laughs> he's like level one dude, bandits. Dude, I'd be here for it. Hundred percent. Just le- just Edward just slicing through each one, like accidentally cutting them in half. You know, um, like oh, accidentally. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! I'm sorry. Whoa. Um, I didn't mean it, to. It would be very much like Peter in the garden. Like you chop off someone's ear and you'd be like, oh crap, except you put the ear back on yourself. Nice Bible oh. reference. <laughs> Is that on the bingo? It should be. Bible reference? Heck yeah. Bible references. We're going to do it. The Bible's uh, metal, dude. The Bible is an R-rated book, yes. Anyways, moving on from the Bible. This is a D&D podcast, not a <laughs> whatever that is. Over the next couple of days, you begin doing some stakeouts, kind of getting a um, feel for uh, numbers of these bandits. You uh, begin to learn that there's, excuse me, there's usually um, two to three groups ranging anywhere from 14 to 30-ish or so um, members within each group. Um, that will typically go in and they will seize seize the cart. Um, most of the time, it's not orcs that are riding on the carts or anything like that. It's um, you know merchants and um, emissaries from other nations and stuff like that who are helping with the wall, providing supplies and stuff like that. And so it's not like these bandits are having to fight off orcs to get these. It's much simpler than that. And so they're able to usually, you do watch them go through one more raid as they go through and they um, take out some of the uh, guards, they take out some of the uh, merchants, stuff like that. You do notice they don't kill any of the um, humans or anything like that. They just take the materials, um, or humanoids, I should say, any of the people. Um, they just take the materials and then usually they'll drive off with them and um, there's a cliff nearby that they actually just run the materials off the cliff. Now that's just annoying, right? At least sell yeah. them or something. I can't believe we've got griefers on our server, dude. This is, <laughs> yeah, literally. This is how Edward feels about it. He's just frustrated because this is valuable stuff from the waste, not easy to obtain. Yeah. Why? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It's very much a, we're doing this just because we don't like orcs, not because spite. we care about prof. Yeah. You know, it's just mm-hmm. out of, they're basically hate crimes, is kind of what it is at the moment. Um, okay. So what, what do so, we do about it? You what do guys, do about it, DM? well, I'm gonna ask you, what do you do about it? You have the numbers to overpower them, you have the reinforcements that you could call in, knowing that there's large numbers. You're also a freaking level 12 bard slash fighter combo, which is I a do that combo and could probably smite them. Yeah, I probably could actually. Um, well, here's what we do, right? We see them raid and we let them actually. What's another load of this stuff, you know? I mean, you lost some sand, you lost some stone. It's not great, but it's worth it for the cause. We go see where they dump it, just so we know where all of the stuff is. And then we follow them to their camp. And I want to know how big their camp is. Because if it's like a couple hundred people, that's a little harder. But if it's like a small group, that's just kind of like chilling. Even if they go back to a town, we can at least identify the people. That's what I want to know. Um, where did and then my... things will get dicey. Literally, because oh, it's yeah, a D and D five E podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Paper Dungeon. <laughs> was that an the actual first pun? play podcast? Cue the battle music. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> 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 What's up today? 
the Incredibles theme. How does that go? Okay, so I told you there's three groups. So we're going to determine how many are in each group. Oh, with dice. Okay. Don't worry, we'll sweep. Two groups with one person and one group with like 28. Clever. Welcome to the 152 bandits total across how many? 152. 152. Oh, that's quite a few. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's a lot of people. So it's like 50 Um, some per group. Fine if you take them one group at a time. Yeah, that's true. Mm. You also have 10 very elite soldiers with you, and it's you. I do. I do. So, but you can also call in reinforcements. It would just take a few days. You mm-hmm. also notice that um, the as, as you're kind of spying around on different things, it's you don't want to really think of it as spying because that's that's pretty rude. But you do happen to notice that the orcs also begin um, reducing the number of guards they have on the wall, so that oh, if the bandits were to get too close, they could get into the walls potentially. That's actually a bad time. Yeah, no, um, they're they're very much almost like goading the bandits in so they can just. This is them. this is what Edward does. This sounds like a self-resolving problem. <laughs> this is what Edward does. <laughs> Edward will approach just him. Uh, how far away can I have the guards without it looking intimidating? Do you think? Like, well, you can 100 have hundred feet. So if you want to have, have your the guards ten, away, do you want them to be hidden? I want them to be in sight, but they're away. Okay, um, oh, and I want to approach. Feet. Is there like a leader of sorts that I can address essentially? I'm imagining there would be like the pillager with the little banner in Minecraft. <laughs> he has the the crown sticking off of his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah you notice there's a uh, a pretty burly older gentleman. Uh, he's got two little hand uh, like warhammers hanging off his hips, like the small warhammers, uh, like an actual warhammer, not yeah, like okay. a massive yeah. dwarfish warhammer, but like an actual warhammer. Uh, he's got two of those hanging off his hips. Pretty big sizable belly. Time. Man eats well. Uh, he likes food. Uh, big old bushy gray beard, uh, balding on top, uh, kind of uh, almost... Like and it's Orville Ironhill, the yes, king exactly. of the dwarves. That's right. Just kidding. Uh, <clears throat> well, He's Edward sitting there as you're approaching. Um, several of the bandits kind of like get up and they see you and immediately recognize you, so they kind of like give you some birth. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. He's sitting on a log, eating the lamb's That's leg, fine. right next to the big old fire could care less about you edward's actually smiling quite friendly he does not look intimidating he doesn't even has his have his rapier like you know the little the little leather strap that keeps the hilt in place he has it doesn't even have that undone he just rides up on his horse and he says mm-hmm. he, he says uh tally ho and well met bandit uh i would like a word with you please don't I worry this isn't a raid or anything Sorry, so what speak. was that? Oh, yes. Speak. Uh, well, I would just like you to know that, as you know, I know that you've been taking supplies from the orcs. And something I also know is that the orcs don't like it. So there's a couple ways this could be handled. Um, one, we talk. And we come up with some kind of deal that doesn't involve you being filleted alive inspired by the orcs. Because, let me tell you, that's where you're headed, buddy. Um, and my best 
my best hope for you is that you would have an ounce of common sense and you'd work with us, please, so that you don't die. We will not be working with an orcish sympathizer. And he spits, uh, having the spit like splatter across your face and your beard. I see. <laughs> okay. Well, um, without it, he's few... not standing up either. Oh, okay. He just kind of like barely looks That's up fine. and spits at you. Edward's still on his horse. Yeah. Um, Edward starts riding away. Um, and he just says out over his shoulder, um, by the way, you have a few days before a very large task force finds your camp and imprisons all of you. Um, if you get inside the walls of the orcs, by the way, they're all going to kill you. And perhaps even before then. And then he keeps riding. He's like, good luck. And he just starts riding. And he gets to his, you know, guards, unless they try to attack or whatever. But he gets to his guards and say, uh, we're going to call from reinforcements, maybe at least a few hundred soldiers. And we're going to have them scan this area. We're going to get these bandits out of here. If the orcs get a hold of them, that was their choice. Um, so let's head back. And he just heads back. And what he's going to do, he's going to commission a ton of soldiers to go out there, find them, imprison them. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. But Edward, he has bigger problems. So he's he got goes back to, to deal with. You don't yeah, have to, he goes you know, back to it. The actual semantics of how you deal with bandits, not really your forte. Yeah. So you begin to head back. Um, as you do, um, you get back to uh, Athala. You uh, commission a task force to head out there. Um, and you find yourself looking over one of the overpasses on the second ring, or actually on the third ring, uh, even though there's the construction going on. Um, there's several, um, you added um, kind of like um, outlooks or like um, scenic spots on the wall so the top of each wall so there's like a little like grassy patch at the, not at the top of each wall it kind of makes these little they almost look like horns coming off the wall except a little bit flatter and stuff like that but they're just like places oblivion. where you can go that you can look out on the views of athala from higher up you know yeah from, gotcha from, yeah. from little watchtowers like the watchtowers except it's not a tower it's just an open platform yes but nonetheless um okay you find yourself out on one of these um how did i get here well, you know, you I, I know, I know, I know. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Sorry. And you find yourself almost homesick. Realizing that you haven't been back to Kintin. You haven't been back to Gambit's Keep. And you haven't seen any of your friends in months. Especially after telling that story. You feel sad. What are you going to do? He says to the knight, How did things get so crazy? I feel like one day I was looking out of the window of my estate, wishing that I could be out in the world, and now I'm looking over Athala, and people don't even want to live here. What's... And the orcs... Track would know what to say. I'd probably get mad, but feel better after. Maybe I just need some time off. Oh, I think why? I'm going to head to Ganvit's keep. And he he just walks back inside. Mm -hmm. He finds whoever, whatever advisor or whatever yeah. he's yeah. with. And Ed Edward tends to decide he needs to go visit other countries, other representatives of other cities to try to get aid for Athala. 
Yeah. But Thal has actually been going quite well. They're mostly sufficient. They know the drill. Um, and now somebody's going to go handle the orcs, so hopefully he doesn't have to think about it again. And so he goes up to this advisor, whoever it is. Is it Sam with the red hair? Yeah, sure. You know what? Let's do it. Yes! Yes! No. Sam, baby. Sam with the red hair. The She's a little tin assassin. I heard her now. from Horentha to be your personal assistant. Yes. Yes. And Maxius, or whatever his name is, recommended Sam, well, Maxius right? is dead. Our boy is dead. Oh, oh, shoot. Maybe that's why. She needed work. I got I got you. <laughs> So, uh, so she's uh, like, "Oh shoot, dog! Maxis is out of the job." Oh man! <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh, and you know they had met before. So Edward goes up oh, to Sam. Gosh. Oh my goodness! And Edward says, "I decided that I need a couple days. I'm going to go to, don't tell anybody, but I'm going to go to our keep. Of course I just need to see my old." My old companions. Uh, you know the drill. Things have been going well here. If there's anything that happens, I'm sure Charles would have plenty of insight. Uh, as well as the orcish problem that they just sent me on, I'm sure you're informed. I sent quite a few troops. Hopefully they take care of it. If not, uh, figure something out. But I'm you're going to go for a couple days. Me. I know. I'm going to go for a couple days. Do you think you got it? Of course. I will clear your schedule, um, and if I have any questions, I will refer to Master Charles. Fantastic. You're in charge, by the way. Congratulations. You're in charge of Athala um, for a few are days. You sure I'm qualified for this? I'm Absolutely. Nope. We've been working together for plenty of time. I, At this point, a lot of the time, I'm just a mouthpiece. You know, I just tell people what to do. This has um, very, like, Pepper Potts becoming CEO of Stark Industries. I, oh I had my the gosh. same exact thought, DJ. <laughs> um... And he's like, don't worry, it's it's nothing official. You don't even have to tell people I'm gone. I'd prefer if you didn't. Just do things okay. as normal. If there's a problem, say, Edward will hey, get to it. We'll you know. use you as my puppet. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go. Uh, I'd like to travel at the Cloak of Night, actually. So I quite like okay. the stars. All right, well... Yeah. Um, Bye, I guess. Um, safe journey and try to get back to me. I mean, us safely. Um. I will do my best. I'll I'll make it quick. Um, yeah. Anyway, word. and she kind of shuffles <laughs> off. <laughs> no. Yam. I did not see this coming. Damn. Damn. So, um, Edward, Edward will. Um, take one of the back routes out, which he carefully instructed would be um, built after the incident. He made sure that there were paths below an Athala that were mm -hmm. accessible from you any ring. Did the catacombs, oh boy. Yeah. And so uh, he goes through there, do, 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 um, goes through the like where kids were being kept kind of thing from the <clears> last <throat> book. That was awkward. Uh, Melancina, she took a big L. <laughs> He remembers all this mention stuff. Mention that, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, and then he'll, uh, you know, think about that. Make that was his like way four and a half years ago keep. for Edward. Um, it's so I just I'd assume that my. I'll just say because I don't want to say the name. I'll just say my magic advisor, right hand man for the keep, is uh -huh. probably at the keep. I'd imagine. Is that yeah? Correct? He has his own. Yeah, you know that he has his own. Um, like uh, 
groundskeeper quarters, basically. Perf. Uh, Perf. Do I have to see somebody to send message? Or, or what's do up with that? you have the message spell? No. Oh, yeah, uh, I do, actually. Does um, message I have to... to look at them it has to be in range yeah okay never mind yeah, okay. well i is there a tel, is there a teleportation circle any nearby athala is there a teleportation circle in athala because i don't want to have to travel a whole week to the there would 100 percent be a teleportation yes. circle in athala so you know it's he doesn't your, go through closet. the catacombs he so doesn't think about melancina he avoids those negative memories and goes to the teleportation circle and secretly goes to Fate's Gambit. I mean, the Gambit Keep. Gambit By the way, I do want to throw in, Edward, with Tarak's plans, oversaw the completion of Gambit's Keep as well, oh, and found a helper who actually volunteered to help with the magics of the Keep, primarily. And he has been very trustworthy to Edward. He doesn't ask questions. Segway, 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 segway. If it makes Are you sense, done? if that's what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, segue. Yeah, yeah. Except that I'm going to Leshka, not... Yeah, I think... Ah, I, I don't well, need you to segue for me. Put a pin, put a pin in the segue. <laughs> put a pin in the segue. This is more of a segwait. Ooh, dude. So, Leshka. Hey. Scene. Thank you. I hate you, Grant. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Actually, it's nice love to have you too. back. Thanks. So, Leshka. We find ourselves... A little seasick. You are riding back on um, both that you're well familiar with. Uh, Aprilay's Pride. Um, captain by uh, Captain Helen Brooke. Um, it is a um, most of the time the uh, fishing vessel, um, but you have worked with them many times to travel to and fro several of the small islands that surround Rivaluna. You've been making your way back um, from an unsuccessful voyage. You went there to try and um, get in contact with Cather, let him know about some uh, a couple leads that you have about um, different things that you guys have been working on together. Um, but unfortunately, to your surprise, he was not there. Happens, what are you, you gonna know, do about the, it? You know, the, he just disappears. The dude, the dude is, is a mysterious man who doesn't really talk to people. He's very bad at talking to people and communicating. Maybe because he can't with magic. <laughs> um, one second, actually, I'm realizing something. Oh dear. Flip through a book. Flip through a book. I dare you. Um, I will later. Dang it! <laughs> Your bingos will have to wait, everybody. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get there this episode. Believe. Uh, but yes, as, as Leshka's on the boat, he's like been? rocking back. He's like holding on like one of the railings, like clearly very. I like this. <laughs> Leshka bad at sea travel is canon now. Yeah, yes, it, it is. is. <laughs> it is. Uh, 100%. It. He's a. Yeah. Um, In fact, here, I tell you, you what. Um, oh, okay. He resists the urge to throw up. You would have hated the Dead King's Horde. <laughs> Um, you have been on the boat for a couple of days, um, getting back to, or sorry, not a couple of days, um, a day already. It's a two day, kind of more like a day and a half journey from the border of Rivaluna to, um, this island. Mm -hmm. And so you've been making your way back, um, and you have probably about an hour or two left. Um, eventually you guys 
get to the coast and you make your way to one of the many teleportation circles that surround or um, that are prevalent on the continent of Lyra that the Scottish guy uses that's a massive network of teleportation circles to get its um, uh, lore keepers in and out of uh, different places and, and all this type of stuff. So you know where the closest teleportation circle is. Great. You begin making your way there. Um, eventually you get there, you go through the teleportation circle and you find yourself within the familiar home-like place of the scholar's guide, home-like to you. It's not very, it's not an overly homey place in general, um, but to you, it's pretty homey. It's basically where you spend all of your time. Um, once you get there, what would you like to do? Um, well, first, uh, Leshka will uh, just, just, I mean, really just go to his, to his personal study, to his room, mm -hmm. just kind of yeah. drop off his stuff and kind of take a, a momentary load off after his his uh, uh, week of, of travel that was unsuccessful uh, mm -hmm. and disappointing. So he just kind of like, he, he just walks, like walks over, like just kind of lost in thought as he has like a million and one things going on in his head as he just like absentmindedly just kind of walks in. And like sets down his stuff like on his bed and just kind of lays there for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very familiar. There's um, a few more things in your room than in Renaya's, um, as you've spent a lot more time here than Renaya has. And so you actually have like a couple trinkets. You have um, a shard of this ice that never melts that you've just mounted on the wall. Yep. Very reminiscent of you know fun times, fun yeah, times. Great times. Um, you also have uh, different flowers and different things. You have a few um, decor around the room, something to personalize it, make it your own. What would you like to do? Um, after after he takes uh, a question, what time is it? Um, well, in the scholar's guide, it doesn't really matter. They have okay. a construct of time, but it's a pocket dimension, so it doesn't really <laughs> matter. Um, okay. But about? you know that when you came back, it was um, midday when you arrived. Or sorry, not midday. Um, midnight when you arrive back at shore. Okay. Okay. So, so it's, it's early late. morning at this point. Oh, early morning. Early, early morning, like two, three a.m. Okay. Oh, because because yeah, that's right. Because time zones. Um. Uh. So. Uh. <laughs> uh. Oh boy. Uh. He'll because because it's been a while. He'll go over and he'll go over to Renaya's room. Um, you go over to Renaya's room and you see the equivalent of a sticky note, which is just a piece of paper that has pockets spit on the back of it and it like <laughs> sticks to the door um, that says, be back later. Well, actually, Renaya, what does it say? Actually, I'm just curious. Um, it says that she, uh, oh, it says, went to Gambit's Keep, be back maybe soon, later. I don't know. And there's there is a heart on it. There is a oh lovely good to know. That that was you know that was the the, the you know crux moment right there. Uh, I uh, I uh, so Leshka looks at that as like oh okay. Um, well, pulls out like his his non-existent pocket watch. 
runs back over to his room, grabs his satchel and his staff. He runs back over and he runs, hurries back out and goes to the the uh, the teleportation circle. <laughs> Heck yeah, Doug. Leshka is efficient. That's right. Leshka's job. Leshka's you arrive. Oh, actually, actually, wait. Before he goes, he actually he gets to the teleportation circle room. He 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 pauses for a second. He actually, real quick, turns around, finds the cafeteria, and okay. and and gets the equivalent of a coffee. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, Love it. Love it. He just he just he waits a couple minutes for it to for to you know to get it, and then he. <laughs> All right, let's go. Of a coffee in this fantasy potion world. Of yeah. uh, potion of coffee. stamina. Potion of actually just coffee. Oh, oh, nice. I mean, I was going to say coffee has been around for a while. Yeah. Um, Aaron, I'm going to send you a quick text. Oh no. Oh yeah, dear. No. I'm moving Sorry. the plot along yeah. too quickly. I apologize. I, no, no, no. You're I, doing I great. Need to, I need it's to just do that more. I prepped. I prepped I, everything, and then I remembered that I was there was one last thing I needed to prep. Along my list of like three things I need to prep, mm-hmm. and I forgot about this one, so mm-hmm. I just got I just got text error. Okay, okay. Well, I'm in the meantime, I love the transparency. Uh, Leshka, the transparency. Leshka uh, takes a moment, you know. After he 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 actually he, you know he 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 downs the first cup of coffee, and he's like, "Ooh, man, that's actually really good. That like hit the spot right there." So What's he your actually brew like Colombian like, medium roast, right, dark roast. <laughs> uh, he takes it black. He gets like a to-go cup and he actually grabs like like a like a like a, like a, like a, a to go. bowl of bread. So much is happening. Wait, they have so. to-go tankards? Sure they do. It's called it's just it's just a reinforced uh water skin. <laughs> yes. It's just a it's literally just a flask. It's just a flask. Um, so you make your way down to the teleportation circle after grabbing your cup of coffee, and um, you you know you put in Edward zero 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 one two three nine 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 whatever we decided the code was. Yep. Uh-huh. Edward is cool with a Z Ed- one two three. Oh, that's right. Edward According is cool. According to Maz. Yeah, um, <laughs> and you find yourself in the also barely familiar place that is the Gambit's Keep. Yeah, been here once. Before. I was going to say he's he's been here like once. <laughs> yeah um and again it was kind of the same thing as Renaya. like it wasn't finished being built yet um and so you um you find yourself in gamut's keep mm-hmm. what would you like to do i uh oh this looks quite lovely now um it is and, much nicer now that it's finished. Uh, and he'll just he'll take you know he'll take a few minutes, kind of stroll through like what I assume to be like a garden space, you know, some flowers, you know, kind of just take it all in for a second. It's like, man, this is kind of nice actually. It's a shame nobody uses it. <laughs> and then he walks, <laughs> and then he walks through the front door. Right. Well, he actually, uh, actually, he yeah. approaches the front door and just kind of like and just knocks. Well, there's not really a front door that you're knocking on you're oh. already in the keep oh lovely you have the teleportation circle yeah, yeah. and I, so I a map bro uh, <laughs> he's so excited yeah i just but, i guess i guess he just kind of like walks into like at, like out of the out of the teleportation like room and it just says uh hello we're not hello. renaya hello renaya Maybe she didn't come here. She didn't come here. I didn't come here. 
Would you like to roll an investigation check, Drew? Answer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll roll investigation. Leshka will just kind of wander around. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and roll investigation. Question: Are there labels on on no. like on the tap for like no. towers? Not, no, not at all. There are okay. traps. There's like there's like little. Okay. Can I roll DM? Would you allow me to roll D four to determine uh, which one he goes to first? Most likely, which one is Renaya's? Because each of the pillars are made out of a different material. Okay. Mm-hmm. So whatever Renaya's would want hers to look like, that's it looks different from the other hey, three. Hey Renaya, would would Leshka oh. know what what color hey. tower you have? What, what Renaya's would um. Renaya's would, like would be painted pink. It, it would probably be like a really soft pink, <laughs> like a rose stone. Yes, it's just made out of a rose quartz. Okay, great. Uh, Leshka will start there. Okay, um, you go to a rose quartz room um, or tower. Um, you approach it, and it's actually very, very beautiful. It has nice marbling to it. Um, it's very. Um, it's very pure rose quartz, so there's not a lot of imperfections in it. Um, it's very, very um, bright and reflective. Lots of little uh, themes of light coming off of it. It's actually kind of like almost hard to look like as it's like reflecting and refracting all this light in all these different ways. Um, but you do approach it. Um, there is the main entrance to the tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I rolled a, a 23 on investigation if it's necessary. Uh, okay. Is there is there is there a trap on the door? I guess. Um. Renata, is there a trap on your door? That's a great Mimic. question. <laughs> Do you just like um, hurl him through hell? <laughs> um. That'd be sick. Otter even Drew. Uh, Lushka dies again. You said even. For the, even. Like the seventeenth time. Was that an even? Sorry. E- yeah. Yeah. Even. Yeah. There is a trap on the door. There, there is a trap on the door. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Is this book time? Okay. So. Flipping through books, that counts. Wait, so, okay. I cannot believe that it flipped oh, exactly to the page. So, I couldn't say it in time. It doesn't uh, count, guys. So, is it a magical trap or a physical trap? Ottery. <laughs> actually, you know what? It doesn't matter. It actually doesn't matter. I thought I had dis- dispel magic, but I, but, I, but I don't. Oh, no, I do have dispel magic. I lied. It does matter. Uh, more like elf. Even again. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that took me a second to process. Okay. Um, it's uh, which one would you like it to be? I would prefer it to be a magical trap, please. Okay, it's a magical one. Lovely. I, I cast you cast dispel magic. You cast dispel magic as you go to open this door, and it actually does open, uh-huh. and it uh-huh. opens into this empty black room. Oh devoid of anything in it and once you open it and light reaches the the room you notice a small little black dot in the center as swirls of of the air around it begin to get sucked in as you immediately recognize an orb of annihilation in the center of this room sucking in everything around it you immediately cast the spell magic it disappears the door slams shut and it then slowly reopens to Renaya's actual room. Lashka just like clutching his stab close to him. It's like, why? What? Okay, Renaya and I need to have a serious talk after this. Like, why does she have that? <laughs> why is that necessary? <laughs> Nobody comes here. <laughs> I love Lashka wandering through the keep and just dumping on it. <laughs> oh you God. wander into Renaya's room. 
um, and very quickly realize that she's not there. Hmm. Nice. He goes back out. He looks at the other three rooms. He sees Edward, uh, Cather, Tarak. Hmm. Well, let's see. Uh, you know what? Just because he wants to, he's going to go check on Cather. <laughs> he's going to nice. go check on Cather. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, you show up at Cather's room. Cather's room's not trapped at all. No, it's not. It's not. It's totally not. Cather uh, has his traps on him at all times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. No, yeah, the door, I like to imagine that the door isn't even really locked. Um, no, it's not. You and, just open it. It's uh, yeah. actually left slightly ajar. Yeah, and and the room itself is is actually very like it is somewhat decorated, but it's very basic. Like like there's like a there's, there's bed one in the corner, small painting of um your sister, and that's it. Pretty, yeah, there's like a bed, and then like just a, a desk, bunch of posters and yeah, like of a Kiyomura. <laughs> <laughs> Got the body pillow next to him too, so he can cuddle. <laughs> and on the other side is a Graz, and nobody knows oh, why. If you want Graz and Kiyomura body pillows in merch. <laughs> if people want it, we'll make it happen. No, because yes. I have to do that, and I don't want to do that. We'll make oh, it happen I would, one day. I would love it. Oh, my um, God. Words. A Kiyomura body pillow. So um, okay, so then after 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 seeing the empty room of Cather, he's like, well, that's not too surprising, but unfortunate. I wonder where he is. Uh, and then, and then he <laughs> goes back out into the main into the main room. Is there? Is there? Oh, Aaron's gone. I assume there's some sort of table or or like a like a chair or a couch of some kind. And so he just kind of uh-huh. plops himself down and just kind of hangs out for a little bit. In Cather's room specifically? No, just, just in the main in the room. commons. Yeah. Okay. He just kind of waits um, for somebody to show up. Oh, we totally have a lounge. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. like the common um, area. I suppose. After uh, a little while. You do hear off in the distance um, a door open. Like in the keep or outside the keep? In the keep. In the keep. He go, He stands up to investigate. Of course. You, with does. your 23 investigation from earlier, yeah. you end up um, using your, your very like radar-like ears uh-huh. to make your way down to my, Tarak's hidden room. My non-existent <gasps> dragonborn ears. <laughs> yeah um they echo in in the holes in the side of your skull echo you know um in the room you find Renaya standing in um that hidden room in the base of Tarek's tower you have the depictions of the scarlet waste during the red dawn um you feel the breeze coming out of the room and you make your way in, and you see Renaya, like, bent over, looking at uh, Iraq Varas, not being able to pick it up, but, like, trying to, like, look at different things. Oh, well, hello, Renaya. Leska. Uh, I didn't expect you to be in this room. Uh, also, what yeah, is yeah. this room? Oh, this is... Where this are is, we? It's, you uh, get flexed of sand in your eyes. Uh, not again. Okay, um, don't lie in here, by is the this, way. Did we get teleported to the, to the Crimson Wastes? Is this what it it's looks magic. Like? It's oh. magic. It's magic. It's magic. It's magic. Don't like, lie, okay? Like, I like, well, I kind of like, attempts to, like, go over and peer over the edge, and, like, he hits a, a wall that's actually there. 
you go over you have to go around the four chains that are keeping the the spear of grumps down to the ground uh-huh. um also there's the the way that the um the kind of enchantment works is yes there's a solid wall that you hit but before you hit it you actually get like a sense of vertigo per se as like suddenly you're like not really there and you're kind of feeling nauseous as you're like i like the difference between what your eyes can see and what you can actually like physically feel and stuff like that are off so you get almost like motion sickness in the room if you you try too hard to like move about along the walls whoa she just like takes a couple steps back. Like, Leshka, I need you to help me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look at this. What? What? What are you looking at? What? There's writing on here, and it's important. And I need to figure it out. Okay. Uh, and Leshka walks over. It, it, then. Little looks at. Uh, um. She gets out the note thing, and she does mm-hmm. show Leshka the like scrap, nappy thing. Okay, uh, Leshka, you immediately noticed that Renaya has yeah. stolen. Yeah, she's taken. She's taken something the out of the library. Look, okay, like this matches the text here, and I need, I need to figure out why and what I do with that. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Right. It's similar to Ruat. Uh huh. Can can Does I? Does it like come apart? Does it disassemble? Do you know? Can I see the parchment, please? Are you going to take it? Maybe. You can't tell why I'm here. <laughs> I mean, no, like, you like, immediately gets teleported to the entrance. <laughs> like, 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 it's like, it's fine that you have it. It's just, like, it's like, you can't lie. In, you will get teleported we're to the library. We're not in the library right now. So it, it's like, I can't keep it in the library right now. I need to use it. Oh, okay. Um, I have you. Like, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's okay. Nobody else was using it. Nobody else was even looking for it. Yeah, yeah, okay. All okay. right, well, we lo- okay, so he acts, like, Leshka actually, like, like, l- like, leans over and, like, looks at, like, uh, uh, the, the hammer. Access the, access the lore. Um, uh, yes, yeah. you look at Arak Baras. Mm-hmm. You turn your head over, and it's pretty simple. It just says... Um, so there's like the shaft of the hammer and there's a little ring around where it connects to the head. Uh, I hate both of you. I saw <laughs> you're all disgusting. Um, I can't help it. It's funny. It happens every time. <laughs> it's Aaron. But along that rim of Vestrusium, um, along the head of the shaft, there is... You could call it a hilt as well. Uh, you could just call it a handle. The word, it's not a handle. It's not, it's the wrong word. It's a massive shaft. What's wrong Gosh, with that? Oh my god! Okay, Come now, on. now you're making it worse. I no. They need to the word shaft is totally appropriate to use. Okay, we will discuss this engraved. later. Okay, and it just it just has it just yeah it just has like, it, but like Lashka doesn't like, recognize it. If you were to call Ruat, you have like the crystal top of it and a little rod that comes off of it at the base of the rod. Or not at this rod, sorry, along the ring that connects the head of the crystal on the head of Ruat to the rod of Ruat. I hate you both. You too. I didn't look, even do look away. <laughs> I muted myself, so the Bring podcast. Well, we're not looking at this side anymore. Okay, so, so I'm so sorry. I was so distracted by those two. 
So, so I, looking at, at at Rua and the hammer, the the script seems to match. Yes. Okay. Um, n- now, would would Leshka at least recognize like that this is like ancient celestial? Um, roll a roll a religion check. Okay. That's a twenty six. Sure. All right. Cool. Technically needed twenty-eight, but yeah, we'll give it to you. I'm yeah, sure we, I've 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 talked about it with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. Interesting. And, and like you see, like Leshka, like actually is like now, like he's like like squinting and like actually like really invested and like like curious about it himself. Mm, okay. So that's, 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 that's he like starts like he's like he's like like grabbing like the handle and like trying to see like. Like if it does come up, like if if it does come apart, like in a, like form like a staff or something, you just unscrew it, you know. Uh, he, uh, he will. Um, I mean, true, true. Because why not? You know, he'll t- cast detect magic. Uh, I don't know if he'll do anything, but he'll do it. Okay. Uh, you cast detect magic. The entire room is enchanted. Yeah. Great. Many things on your person and Renaya's person are enchanted. The yeah. hammer's enchanted. Ruot's enchanted. Uh-huh. Um, there's a whole lot of magic in this room. It's mm-hmm. kind of blinding. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Magic, uh, but okay. And um, let's see. And okay. Can I, with the use, uh, well, okay. Can I? Uh, attempt to go delve deep into the recesses of Leshka's mind. Uh, of, of his, really of his, get in the wrinkles. Uh, really get in the wrinkles. And w- uh, basically look at all three of the scripts and attempt to, like, through, like, an arcana or, like, a history check or something, figure out what the heck Lex is supposed to mean. Can I help? Can I detect sure. magic help? Or all of the above? Can roll I have double a, advantage? Roll a history check. Okay. With advantage, sure, why not? Yay, you're you're kind, DM. I don't suppose I could remember have, those words. I don't suppose I could have guidance at, at some point. Throw guidance on there, why not? Yeah, do it. Just yeet it in there, buddy. Oof. Well, that's a no. It no, didn't it was a no no matter what's in the number. I mean if I come on, if you if I got a thirty. No, you needed like a forty five. That's just rude. Heck. Well, get what on the number it, anyway. Well, I, I want to know. Three and a four on die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do anything you got, anything, Oof, please, please, you something, do please. not owe any way, shape, or form. There's no Rosetta Stone. There's uh, nothing that helps you to be able to translate what Lex means. It's simply Lex. And it's not even I, written in common. It's written in an extremely old form of Elvish. Next time, take the Duolingo course. Yeah. <laughs> anything? Anything, Lushka? Uh No, I got nothing. Please, nothing. I'm, I'm sorry. Like this Lushka. is very, It's a very old language. There's a reason that nobody knows. Yes, I. Uh, like how to read nobody. it. It's like, it's like, know. It's like people as know. old as like the planet. I just. People know. I just. I can't. Time. Get anybody. Hey, hey, hey. What? Hey. What? He, he kind of crouches down. He like, je- like gently like lifts her head up that way she's like looking at him hey it's all right we're making progress this is a lead we're not making progress we are this I've is got good. another piece of paper 
that has a, that has a name on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that a name that is on this hammer that's in the same language as Ruat. There's a web that there that is being that that is being spun here. There there are connections. And the more we but delve in, great. the more we delve in, the more we'll find connections. The, the the better image we'll have of this grand puzzle. Where do we go now? What do we you, do now? You know how like detectives would have like like string maps and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You guys have a string map, but there's three strings on it. I kind of like Leska. Leska. If we were to map this out, out we'd have three strings. We need a web. Okay. And but, we have you know, three strings. But, but webs nice. start at, at zero strings, so we're making progress. Leska, it's been <laughs> so long. Ah, uh, yeah, I know, I know. But this is why this is why people devote many, many years to to this, because because th- there is a way. But I don't knowledge is, wait knowledge many, is lost, many never, never, never destroyed. At least that's the way I like to think. Except for the times that it is. <laughs> Except for the times. Which is very often, actually. We're not, we're not going to talk about it right now. All I right. forget. I feel like there was someone called, like, Malora. Malora. Something <laughs> like that. And, like, and like, was there, like, a Jairus? A Jairus? A Speaking of which, actually, <laughs> Leshka, uh-huh. uh, I didn't tell you this beforehand, so I'll tell you this now. Uh-huh. Uh, you're going to our boy yeah. to inform him of a lead that you had on uh-huh awesome daughters yeah um you happened to be at a little thing known as the moonlit festival uh-huh in the feywild the other day uh-huh um the other day Just very much so on purpose yeah um and you actually noticed a couple autumn daughters mm-hmm. um the long red-headed um fair-skinned elvish women um known for serving zestari they were approaching a monstrosity that you recognized. Hmm. Um, the they were approaching the Arkfey um, Fallen, the Ark de- the Archdeacon of Death, one of the win- the members of the Winter Court, asking him to join in a uh, in a meeting that Destari was holding to talk about cosmic powers. Hold on, there's a lot happening right here. Yeah. Whoa. Bleshka was just chilling in the bay with some autumn daughters. Okay. Kind of. No, 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 no. To clarify, Bleshka like, was chilling in the bay, spying on some autumn daughters. Straight up sliding into the DMs like, sup, you come here often? I don't. It's a little sus, Bleshka. Just saying. Have you heard of this ripped elf that okay, I know? Good. Man, bet you love him. <laughs> Funny you say that. Uh, so the Archway of Death, there is a big amalgamation of muscle, um, okay. monstrosity. So, so, anyway, anyway, as as Leshka remembers this 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 revelation, he's like, mm. although the timing of all this is very interesting, what? cosmic powers do be at play. What? Mm. Your mutterings. If he's doing that, and then it's the Markiplier and then meme. Leshka. <laughs> Leshka. Hmm. Hey, Leshka. I think we need to get the band back together. What are you talking? What is going on? We are getting the band back together. So, Got all right. Now, now, I'm going out on a limb here. I'm going okay. out on a limb here. However, okay. Okay. so, so, like, recently, like, not like super recently, but kind of recently, 
Okay. Uh, I went to the Fay for like this festival thing because something that I've discovered recently is like there seems to be like an increase of spottings of like autumn daughters and stuff. So I was kind of looking into it, right? Um, and so and I went to this festival and I saw some of them talking to an arc fay. And I didn't hear a lot of the conversation, but there's something about like cosmic powers and like war and stuff. So I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's connected. It's like a loose. It's like a loose thread over here, you know. Like, what? like we have like we have like ancient celestial language right here, talking about like yes. the times of like the trial, right? Okay. Yes. The time of, like the, the gods. Where did you get that from? <laughs> is that is that not where it's from? Is it older than that? I'm sorry. You have no clue. You know nothing about this language. I know oh. it's old. Well, no, what about Ruai? Does he know it's tied to Ruai? Does Renaya know that information? I mean, Renaya knows that information. Well, Renaya knows that this language is the oldest language in existence because Grox told her that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Look. Anyway, so then you got this like this ancient like celestial job. language, which is tied I, to like something like really big, I think. And, like, I need got, like, to get a hold of a hammer. god. What? I need to get a hold of a god. A god. Just like any yes. god? Did you have like malice? I, I just can you I, talk to malice? Malice, malice wasn't around during. This is the freaking oldest language. As per usual. This is this is the oldest language out there. I need one of the oldest things out there to tell me what to do with this stuff. So my name's Kim Moore, God of Games. How can I help you today? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, 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 okay. Um, you, you need a god, okay? Yes. Well, uh, I mean, like... Cather knows, like, three of them. I, I was gonna say, I mean, like, if we if we could, like, if you talk to Cather, like, I'm sure, oh, like, I haven't maybe, talked to like, Cather in a really long time. Maybe, like, uh, uh, what, what's her name? Uh, 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 like what's the question? Just because there's the Ozlock, and there's Oracle, okay. and there's Daria. That's the one. Ah, yes. If, if maybe if you talk to her. I know she's pretty old. Or like I think Ozlock's okay. kind of old too. See, here's the problem. Maybe that's Oracle. Though, like, I always get that and Cathar's tried to reassure me of it, but they am not a fan of me, and they're definitely not going to be a fan of me now. So, I mean, maybe it's worth a shot, right? Oh. Uh, I mean, if it's, like, the only lead we got at this point, like, like, or, like, or, like, maybe Malice could ask. Like, I think, I think, like, maybe Adaria kind of likes Malice, right? Like, that's kind of like, he, like, was made by her or something. No. But, um, okay. (laughs) This is like watching two brain cells, like, try and come up with a thought. (laughs) I love Ashka so much. Um, I'll figure, I'll figure it out. (laughs) Eventually. Two atoms and a whole bunch of empty so, space. Also, oh, speaking of Cather, have you talked to Cather at all recently? No, I haven't talked to him in a really long time. Did you both just say talking? <laughs> talking. I think I did. Talking? You both just said, I have not talked to Cather. <laughs> I have not talked to him in a really long time. I think the word you guys are looking for is spoken. <laughs> I have not, I have not spoken. Spoked. I have not I have not speaketh unto the Cather in probably over a year now. That's a really long time. That's a really long time to not talk I, to a friend. I know. It's just slipped my mind. I've been preoccupied. Hmm. Hmm. Well, interesting. 
Anyway, do you want to maybe get out of here? Get some like food or something? It's really late. I night. hate you, let's go. Let's go. Pick me up. As this coffee. is going on, we're gonna move on to our boy Evan. Um you know, I also want to throw in here. I know it's Avanthe's turn, Bush. but we are Bush, about time no, for no, a break. No, I just noticed that. We're actually going to take our break real quick. Not <laughs> the first half no, of the episode. No, I've been having a blast, dog. I went. Oh. I got my. I got my map of the key. Nice. I got it, and I've I've got oh. all the traps laid out. I've got. I'm ready. Nice. Um. Yeah, we're going to be back in like ten or fifteen minutes. Don't go anywhere. Um. Also, definitely stick around for the break because there's a little something something happening so don't miss that something something happening something something also aaron i was oh. cracking up earlier when you tossed your pencil and it fell and then you're like look dog <laughs> i don't think you understand how hard it is for me i have short arms i don't it's so hard for me to reach the ground in this chair it made yeah. me laugh chair so does hard. not roll it is a wooden chair no it's a beefy old wooden chair all right punks so stop laughing at the fat kid and get over it. <laughs> we will be back in 10 or 15 minutes. Don't go anywhere. We're having a great time being back. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Don't go anywhere. All right. Welcome back. Um, big shout out to all the people who make fan art. If you want to have that displayed, go ahead and pop that in our Discord. Um, we love our fan art. It's super rad. Grant, stop it. Look, this is downtime. Down this is We're just hanging out. You know, thanks to chat for all the fan art posted in the Discord. We'd love to see it. Turn I, him off. I, I apologize for Grant, but yes, please make fan art and post in the Discord. We love it when you guys do that. And then you get get shown off on the stream, which is kind of funny. Um, we're gonna pick up with our newfound friend, Ebenthe. First and foremost. Please describe what Ebenthe looks like <sighs> and what his general deal is and kind of why he's here around kind of what, what's going on with him. Right. Well, Ebenthe is a, uh, he's an older human, like not, not into like, like old, old. He's not like ancient or anything, you know, like later midlife. Um, you can tell that at one point in time, his hair was like oil black. Um, but it's starting to get a lot more gray um, around, like, the back and, and the undersides of it. A lot of gray hair is just kind of floating around. Um, he's wearing kind of a, like, a, like an oily leather bucket hat of sorts that has a little gem that dangles off of it. Um, he has um, a deep, deep blue robe. Um, it looks kind of like a leather vest, not for like armor or anything like that but just like you know kind of leather vesty below that he has a uh an, an overcoat and then below the overcoat he has a, just a normal plain white shirt um standard leather pants and uh basically just thin leather boots uh, so much leather um he has a little he has a little like little pouches hidden all around his like underneath his cloak and on his belt um one of the most striking things about him is is, is his eyes. Um, Edward, who has known him for a little longer, would notice that um, the color of his eyes actually changes uh, depending on his emotions and the activity. Most of the time, they are a, a like a deep blue with flecks of gold. But when um, he casts uh, magic or does anything or it gets very interested in something, the gold actually becomes more defined. It becomes almost like thin golden lines 
Um, and when he gets angry or upset, his eyes darken and the gold almost like winks out. Um, he also has a rather unique looking cane um, that instead of having a normal like place to put your hand, it forms an oval loop that has another metal ring on it that has little bobbins and spools of thread all around that metal ring. Um, uh, he is a tailor um, who uh, is currently kind of working at Gambit's Keep because uh, he requested from Edward to allow him to help with the construction and enchantment of the keep. And he's now currently working kind of as a groundskeeper, um, maintaining the magical sigils, making sure that the tel teleportation circle is running correctly, um, maintaining basically anything that falls apart. Um, and I if I may point out real quick, character description so yeah. long. if I may point out real quick as well, there are, as we have stated, secret rooms that each member of the keep hold. And as you know, these rooms need to be kept secret. Not even mm -hmm. the fellow members of Gambit's keep know what each other's secret rooms do other than Tarak. So Abinthi is in the know of pretty much all of it because he yeah. is the one that has helped set any traps enchanted anything that needs enchanted positive and mm -hmm. negative i guess like he would um, be so able to he tell you is that, the uh, guy yes and um, he doesn't ask questions so edward trusts yeah tracks room is just an extended use of hallucinatory terrain stuff like that um he, he's done all the setup and fancy schmancy enchanting and things so nice. uh yeah that's who that's who Aventy is beautiful um he has a very defined jawline does According um, to chat, anyways. You you start your day just as you normally would. However, you go about your normal mornings, um, prepping. What do you do for your morning routine? Oh well, I, I'm a very light sleeper. Um, the sometimes he doesn't even sleep all the way through the night. Um, but he gets up, crack of dawn. Um, first thing he does is he goes to the kitchen. Uh, he manages that entirely by himself. There are a couple of other people who work in the keep, just mm -hmm. also maintaining things. Uh, he's good friends with the chef that's there every Thursday. Um, no other day, because like, why would we hire you to not make food for people? Um, but uh, yeah, it makes us food. And then he goes about just mending any sigils that have become damaged, sweeping up the place, making sure dust doesn't settle, um, making sure that the traps haven't been set. And then he probably gets to work trying to figure out what the deal is with this teleportation circle. Because God dang, yeah. it's a pain in the neck. Yes. Um, you begin making your way. Knowing that um, Edward um recently requested to look into the teleportation circle as he was every once in a while having issues with um planar beings being attracted to it um you've been doing a little bit of research go ahead and do uh, a quick arcana check for me oh. Oh. i know this is weird i'm like asking you to do things that you're good at i this is a, this it's is never absurd happened to me uh 25 yeah um so after doing a little bit of investigation, looking into the, the teleportation circle on itself, um, you also know that everything about magic is always interconnected. And so um, the weaver ever present. And so when the immediate suspicion of being like something with the runes is off, or maybe the, the um, embroidery was off, 
when none of those showed up to be wrong, um, you started looking outward at, at some of the um, environmental effects that could be affecting it. Um, quickly realizing that you are very much close to um, the island where Terracolomosis Castle is. After doing a brief um, investigation amongst the castle, you began to see uh, a lot of evidence for there being a natural planar portal somewhere on or beneath the island. Mm. Due to the nature of how similar those two things work between the planar travel and teleportation, you think that somehow those are starting to link together a little bit to the point where creatures that are attempting to travel through the planar portal are getting stuck. It's like nether portals in Minecraft. I was just mm. about to say that. I was holding my tongue this whole time. Yeah, there's a highway. Just like sometimes that. you end up in the in the wrong Yeah, it's portal. like it's when like they're close enough that they link to together when they really shouldn't. And then you have to like oh go break gosh. the other one because it's always no annoying and it's just Ugh. never a good time. Just the yeah. worst. Um so you're not quite sure what exactly you need to do. Um, you don't need if you need to somehow sever the connection or if you need to redo some of the uh, incantations on the teleportation circle to make it um, more um, kind of like okay. one channel. Move it a certain number of blocks. Exactly. Sure yeah, you move it like four distance. blocks over, you know, have to dig out the hole, keep again, but, you know, that's what you need. I mean, so, that's yeah. what we got to do. You begin making your way to the teleportation room. Um, once you arrive, First of all, you notice a couple of things. Uh, the teleportation circle has been used twice in the last like eight hours. <gasps> Upon further inspection, it's actually thrice. <gasps> uh, I mean, go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Marking Abinthe's first word was a sigh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said investigation? Yes, please. 19. Or, or perception, if you'd like. Uh, 20. I okay. forgot how math... I, why am I better at perception than investigation? Oh, it's because I'm proficient. Never mind. Upon looking around, you notice that there's the three uses of the teleportation circle. You also notice that there's two sets of recent prints in the dust, quote-unquote, that are leaving the room. Impossible. I dust this every day. Yeah. Um, I follow the tracks. Okay. I, I get prepped and ready for murder. No, no. I will uh, I will switch my garb out yeah. with my shift weave uh, into old wise man mode, uh -huh. which basically just uh, makes the cloak really shabby and old-looking. And I'm in like, and it comes with a with an expandable beard option, uh -huh. um, and and I pull my hat down low and I start hustling through the. Queue, oh my god! Uh, you just went old man mode. These, uh, okay. these um, Well, this is the exact opposite of what I wanted to happen, but that's okay. We'll make it work. Um, you shift into old man mode, and as soon as you do, um, you know that you have an extremely strong presence on the weave. Mm -hmm. And being one who's so familiar and in tune with it, just the demeanor in which you carry yourself can affect the weave in and of itself. Oh, that's neat. Um, as you turn and you go, 
you hear behind you now, still in the teleportation room, um, these clicks and um, snaps as what sounds like claws <laughs> come behind you. As you turn around, don't need that sticky note. There we go. We got a book. Um, kind of fading in and out of um, corporealness. I think that's a word. Yeah, um, that, that's a word. We'll you got it. it. Yeah, there you go. You notice. Go ahead and make an uh, uh, in general intelligence check for me, just oh, to see if you yeah. or or animal handling. I'll say. Okay, well, let me tell you, animal handling is uh, not a thing I'm good at. Intelligence, I'm pretty all right at, but that's still a 10. Okay. Because um, I kind of blew it on the die roll. That's okay. You immediately recognize this creature to be some sort of aberration. You just know you can just oh, classify it immensely. It's too many claws it's, to be anything else. Yes. Um, as this pseudo-lizard-like serpentine thing... Picture time. Um, Got a grill? No, but Dang it's it. all, but that is also an aberration. Um, no, grill are the like brains with the beaks and the tendrils. I can I can see my eyes are bad. Um, I just saw tentacles one, and went grill. Grill? Huh? Um, it is snapping its pinchers, um, sniffing it deeply at you. Go ahead and roll initiative for me. I should oh let you gosh. know, uh, I am immune to being surprised while I am awake. That's perfect. So I looked Corporeal at this and I go, illness. I expected this. 28. 28? Yeah. This thing slithers and slides and begins pinching towards you as it rushes forward. Um, you realize with the intention of not really caring about your physical form, but being very much drawn to your mana, to your your potency amongst the weave. Um, what are you gonna do? Oh, sweet. So it's, but it's like on this plane, like it isn't in the ethereal plane. It is on this plane. Excellent. Um, yeah. I go full Gandalf. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I completely, I completely forgot to mention. Uh, scurrying behind me, there is a crochet weasel. Um, <laughs> No, that that That's just awesome. kind of runs behind me. That's a like, very actually, important detail. Yeah, it's a crocheted weasel. We could sell this. Keep it going. <laughs> we could monetize. My this mind weasel. is always on the merch, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I will uh, I will put my staff down. Um, uh, point first, uh, and I will say, foul beast. I don't remember my accent. I'm new to this. Be gone! And then I'm just gonna yell, uh, Terpsichore, uh, unsheath my blade, and the, okay. the staff, it clatters to the ground, and then the weasel runs over, grabs it, and drags it away, just so it's not in my way. Uh-huh. Uh, and when I shout my keyword, Terpsichore, uh-huh. uh, the haste spell will activate, uh-huh. thanks to my contingency. Heck yeah. And then I'm going to yeet harder than I've ever yeeted before. Yeet! Um, <laughs> I'm going to uh, move towards it and cast Booming Blade. Okay. That's a thing yes. that I'm going to do. Do it. Okay. Do, do, do. Does a 19 hit. Wait. Still a 19. Yes, it is a 19. 19 hits? 
Yes. Sweet. Um, so, Booming Blade does some damage. Um, first off, I'm not prepared. <laughs> I've never played this character before. Know. Give me some slack. All it took was a crochet weasel to usurp all three of you. <laughs> uh, you know, it's fine. It even touched I, yes, I, I, I saw, I saw That's that impressive. We know Abinthi is completely competent. Okay. You know, if so he wants easy. to kill an aberration on his own, he's going to kill an aberration on his own. You know what I'm saying? That's I mean, it's a very, you, def, anyone in the keep definitely hears this. Because mm -hmm. it, it, it's a big boom. Um, so the first attack will be, let's see. Mathenthy? No, Ab. Uh, that'll be 23 damage on the attack. Okay. Um, I will expend a charge from my fulminating tome uh, okay. to knock it prone. Okay. Um, then I will use my hasted action to stab it. Do it. I stab at thee! Yeah, it goes rushing towards you. Abinthi, Stabinthi! Like, yes. reveal the hands of God that is you as you suddenly move at twice the speed, um, quickly cracking a booming blade across it, sending it flying back. It doesn't actually physically make a noise, but you do hear a... <laughs> in your mind as it, like, squeals back. Um, yeah, and then you stab mm. it. Uh, great. So this... uh, 18 on die. So that'll be a 29 again, I believe. What? And um, this booming 29, blade, 21. I have a oh, plus I 11 to attack. I was like, you have like a plus 21? Holy crap. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not that crazy. Not so yet. we all hear this boom, I assume. We're all You're here. Not here. Oh, I'm not here yet. Gotcha. Uh, I will also expend a charge from my, uh, from my blade to add an extra d6 to the damage. Do it. Okay, that'll be... Uh... 13 damage on that, of which one of it is force damage. All right, great. Not sure if yeah, that matters. You send it knocking, knocking it prone and driving your blade into it. It screeches and squeals as it kind of rides around beneath you. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, I'm going to now uh, step out of its range. Okay. Yeah, it'll attack you, Do which it. I know is what you want, but... I dare you. Does a 18 hit? No. As you step away, it reaches out with a pinched claw to try and grab you. Uh, and I just don't. <laughs> I just, no. Yeah, it's no. a little magic. <laughs> Look, I cast Mage Armor every day, bro. So, nope. <laughs> um, I'm done. You back yourself up. It like kind of screeches itself, like kind of slithering beneath itself to kind of rise itself up, almost like a like a cobra kind of coming to itself before rushing towards you again. Um, I'm gonna need you to make a, a charisma saving throw for me. Ooh, oh, that's things that I'm not as good at. Da, 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 da. Charisma saves. Works. Not itself. as good at those. It's a ten. I'm not very oh. charismatic. Uh-oh. You are possessed. <gasps> oh, that's not good. No. Possession in the first episode of chapter that's two. That's super not chill, one. dog. First of all, why do I even... <laughs> oh, that's why. Gotcha. 
have all I'll, over so again. I hand you my you didn't character even sit sheet. In the chair. I'll just leave now. So you are still <laughs> oh, no. hyper aware of everything that's going on. You're still very much conscious within your body, but you just know how physical control over your body. Um, okay. Oh, this, question. Can I reaction turn that into a, a 14? Will that change anything? Uh, how, are you, how are you doing that? I have the option, uh, because I'm a I'm the wizard that I am, to as a reaction to uh, being attacked or um, like a saving throw to either add a plus two to my AC or plus four to the saving throw. Arcane deflection. Me to beat it. 14 to the DC. Yeah. <laughs> my mind closes for a second. I go. Ooh. No. <laughs> it disappears as it like very ghostly like goes through you and then it looks like, like turns around and it has this huge look of confusion as it very much should have possessed you and then it just didn't does that mean that it moved towards me yes a uh, 3d8 damage booming <laughs> oh my goodness that's why we apathy is so fight. cool Oh, just you wait. Uh, just you wait. That's only a nine extra uh, thunder damage. It explodes. Yes, it does. <gasps> I've... Centipede just became a centipart. Oh. My bonus action, billow my clothes. <laughs> you stand there, guts dripping off of you, cloak billowing, and then kind of go back into like your little old man form, realizing that you're going to have to clean all this up. Yeah. As there's it's like Yoda everywhere. Um, Grab a yeah, bottom. you kill the quarry. Um, what are you gonna do? <sighs> I clean myself off as best I look. I can shift weave my clothes into different clothes, so I'll wash these clothes later, uh, and I'll shift weave back to my tailor garb. Uh huh. <sighs> you don't have like prestidigitation or something like that? No, I have mending, the vastly superior spell. But you can instantly clean yourself off. But I look, I'm good enough that I don't get dirty, except for times like this. Uh, something blows up on me. Yeah, look, that's why we have the multiple uh, styles of clothing just on hand. Mm-hmm. I, I'll go looking, and I'll start following the tracks. <laughs> you begrudgingly start following the tracks. Um, after a little while, they both. One of the, they veer off. One of them leads directly to um, the uh, Tower of Tarak and directly to where uh, it goes into the hidden room. Mm-hmm. The leads over to Renaya's room and then over to Catherine's room and then into the lounge and then back over to Renaya's room. But you do realize, following the one that leads to Renaya, or not to Renaya's room, uh, to Tarak's room, you do see that the other set of footprints eventually makes its way there as I, well. I do double check on Renaya's room and I open it and I go, it was so hard to get that orb. <laughs> and then I, no. I cross to the other one. <laughs> I'm wheezing at this point in time. Um, but I'll go uh, to the, so the bottom floor of Tarax Tower is just a gladiatorial like sand training pit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll go into there. I hate it in here. It's uh, I hate sand. It's, it's As court. you it's approach weird. it, you hear voices within. <gasps> you stay and live over here for just a second. And at this point, you hear 
Leshka, you don't know it's Leshka, you've never met Leshka, but you hear the voice of Leshka talking about the moonlit festival. Autumn daughters. <laughs> so yeah, you overhear uh, Leshka talking to um, the voice that you might not know well, but you do recognize as Renaya, um, talking about the Autumn Daughters being at the Moonlit Festival, trying to convince um, a name that you are also familiar with, um, Falum, uh, to uh, attend a meeting um, to go over the ordinances of cosmic powers. Great. Uh, just as you do, you know. Uh, I will, uh, my sheath has been returned to me by, uh, it's the, the, Weasel's name is Thimble. I I call him Tim. Stop it. Um, that is so cute. <laughs> uh, tiny Tim, if we're because he's very small. No. Um, How big is he? Is he like like? Oh, like, he's he's like a little smaller than normal weasel size. Okay. Okay. Uh, so like roughly the size of a large hot dog. I want one. It's um, a massive hot dog. Yeah, well, I said a large hot dog. It's like have you ever like had a, a coney from Sonic? No, we're not getting into this. Chili cheese coney, um, but, but I'll um. I'll resheath my blade, and if I know it's Renaya, I'll I'll tap uh, my staff on the um like ladder esque area, and I go, excuse me. And who Renaya, who goes there? Let's get freezes. Renaya met Abinthi? Very, Once. very briefly. Once. Yeah. Very I briefly. asked you for the specifics of your room, uh, and you looked at me, and you're like, I don't know you. And Leshka. then I was like, okay. Leshka. I'd imagine you know uh, that Edward is fine with him, obviously. Uh, Leshka, in, in Renai's head, says, do we know this guy? Are we in danger? Uh, who, do we need uh, to find him? Who, who is it? <laughs> um, I'm Tripwitz the Traveling Tailor. Uh... Yo, Renaya, can yeah. I come? Do you want to come oh, up, or should yo, I come down? You, you can, you can come, you can come, you can come down. <sighs> okay, yeah, okay. Lashka, he, 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 he like built the, the like traps and stuff around. You mean, you mean he built down. like the keep? It's so difficult yeah. to climb down ladders when you have. Him and Edward like worked really hard on it. Oh, I see. And I, I land at the bottom. Knowing that they're talking about you too. Yeah, I mean, it's very easy to hear. <laughs> they're we're talking mentally um so he actually can't so no, he, no no he can't hear you he knows that you're talking about him though yeah in a gut feeling it's i sneeze like someone's talking about me um <laughs> is there anything i could help you with i'm as i said i'm Tripwitz, the traveling tailor uh um, although you may know me as abenthi Tripwitz. uh i'm Hi. kind of the uh, well hello I, I give a courtly bow and uh, switch the like flip the cloak around. I'm sorry. Were the... we supposed to? Were we supposed to do something different? Are we intruding? Well, I mean, so I. I mean, isn't it your key? Enchantment of the place. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, but I'm kind of a groundskeeper for yes. Mister Fellows. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. And I just noticed that the teleportation circle had activated three times. I already killed the thing that Three. came through the third time. Oh, oh. and I the was other just two making sure that us. I didn't have to kill anything else. Don't, yes, no, don't need to kill Right. Fantastic. Well, um, I'm um, I'm Leshka, by the way, Leshka Nazir. Oh, you seem familiar. 
I, I mean, yeah, I was, I was actually going to say the same. The, the name Apathy, it's, it's, it sounds somewhat like, it, like uh, do well, you travel you know, a lot? I, like I, the tra- Well, it's in the name Traveling Taylor. Right, yeah, but it's like. Ab- it's Triplets the Traveling Taylor. It, like, is there like something like. Is there Apathy or Triplets? Uh, for friends, you can call me whatever. I've been called Abe, uh, Ben, Abenthe, Trip. He's triplets. also known as Triple T. Or Mr. T, I have been called. I pity Triplets the fool. Triplets the Traveling that, Taylor. Though. Um, well, I uh, I, uh, I I work at the Scholar's Guide. Ah, um, understandable. Anyway, I could I oh, help you with anything? I'm, yes, I don't um, know. Do you happen to know uh, this language? And she she holds up Ruat and shows like the Ruat. Or a pair of readers. <laughs> go ahead and make a. Um, or go ahead and make a religion check for me. Are you sure it can't be Arcana? No, it's religion. Oh, well, that's a, a big bummer. Um, you're not proficient. Actually, in I'm religion. still proficient in religion. You can make a second arcana check, but that's for something different. Deal. Oh, my goodness. 26. Nope. Don't know the language. Uh, arcana check. Okay. Let me use a, a different die. I'm going to use my new die. Shout out to Faye. Or not Faye, potentially. So that's a natural 20 for a 33. Okay. On the Arcana. Secrets time. Shout out to Faye. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is there a secrets time on the bingo where is there? there's like texts being sent? Because there should be. We um, should add also, that as one of the generated um, options. I apologize. I don't know the language. Do you happen to know what the language would be called? Or it's, <gasps> I have a spell that may assist. It's no, apparently like no. ancient celestial. Okay, yeah, ancient it's celestial. like the oldest language ever. Lashka, we really can't like go sharing that with everybody. Oh, well, but you, um, you were just asking him that, like, about it. So I, I figured, was trying like, to be vague about I it. Could, I could, uh, there's a spell called Legend Lore that I have access to. I don't know if it will assist at all. Um, I don't know. This is, like, really old. I mean, the tailor is as old as time itself. So that's the no sense. I mean, if you want to try. I don't know if it'll do anything. It would take a day. I, mean, I don't here's the thing is like, like I, I know a lot about it. I just, I need to know. Like what it if, actually if says. You, I mostly needed to know if you knew that language because we're looking at other things. I've traveled very language. far. I've uncovered a lot of different things. I don't believe I've ever come across this specifically. Yeah, okay. All right, so you think. probably sent me a text or a Snapchat, Snapchat or something. Oh shoot, and it's auditory. Guys, stall for time. <laughs> hey guys, if you enjoy the Paper Dungeon on Monday nights, then you'll definitely enjoy the Paper Dungeon on Thursday afternoons. You can find the time where we'll start table scraps uh, or table talks, more like the talk show we do after every episode on the Discord. We post the time every Thursday. It's a great time. It's usually Aaron accompanied with Lydia, but every now and then one of us other ones will wander in and have a great old time talking about the show and whatever else we think about, whatever else comes to our minds naturally. Um, And I can guarantee you that after this episode, we'll have plenty to discuss as it is the first episode of chapter two of book one. So if you'd like the paper dungeon, head over to table talks. All right. It's a great time. I was clean. Thanks. I do a podcast. Um, um, That's, Rod, you have there. He points at Ruat. What do you have a name for it? Do you know where it's from? Uh, yes. Why? Well, 
um, I don't know about the language specifically, but that rod, um, well, first of all, it's very, very old. I'm sure you know that. Yes. Um, seen as it has that language on it, it should be, well, frankly, ridiculously old. Yes. Um, I can tell you story upon story of, of rods in history that have been um, instrumental to the development of the world and, and many different very important events. Um, I mean, I know about this one. That one. Hey, DJ, do I notice that uh, Rock the Ross has the same kind of stuff? Um, make a perception check. These dice are rolling hot tonight, baby. Uh, perception, that'll be a 23. You do not notice. Oh, dang. That was such a good roll, though. I know, but, <laughs> you know. Mm. Well, um, I would certainly be able to... Um, um, other question, DJ. Uh, the spell Legend Lore, uh-huh. would that work on the language and Ruat? I assume it would probably work on Ruat. Um yeah, it would go about the history of the item in of itself. It's not going to translate. But it, it may tell me like some legends that contain Ruat and stuff that it has done and didn't see in the past. Yeah, it, it gives you the history of the item in and of itself. Okay. And so okay. it could tell you um, like what the item's been through, how old it is, um, what it's been used for, stuff like that. Yeah, like potentially previous owners? Um, potentially, if they're significant mm-hmm. throughout history. Um. I don't know if I could do anything about the language, but the rod I may be able to um, obtain some information about, whether it be where it came from, um, important events in history that involved it, um, I mean, anything I would, along those lines. I already know enough about this. I'm, no, it's um, more... It's complicated. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. In that case, I doubt that I could help you. Um, this language is not known to me. I've uh, perhaps seen some evidence that I may have thought was chicken scratch at the time, but um, as I said, I've been a lot of places. It wouldn't be that surprising. You don't happen to know any, like, gods, do you? Oh. Like, personally. In what regard? Like, okay, so this is, like, the oldest language there, and, like, there is. And so, if we can get... Maybe, maybe... So you're like, looking maybe... for a translator. Essentially, kind of, a little bit. Oh, uh, yes, I, I've encountered some gods before. I don't think that they would help you much less me. Most of them are not on now, incredible Aaron, terms with me. Go ahead, roll a history check for me. Do we think... Uh, Dang, these dice are hot! Do we, do, we have, do we think that perhaps there's a difference... Hey. Uh, old being that would help us other than the gods if we could maybe convince Aaron what'd you get? 28 so as Leshka says this you happen to remember a little bit of lore from the history of the world being the fact that the gods are not the oldest creatures in existence mm-hmm. in fact before the gods were instated uh, the Arkfey mm-hmm. were the ones who took care of the world yeah. along with many of the um ancient ones mm-hmm. you also know you would know that there are a couple ancient ones who have risen to divinity so those would be probably one of the few that would be good of the actual gods to talk to you 
or that like divinity doesn't per se uh, determine age or relevance yeah. during time you're thinking that this language is from early on through the creation of the world and so you're looking for some of the oldest beings in existence so that would be uh, great old ones some of the Arkfey, like two of the gods maybe and then some other planar beings like some that of the just happen like, to be around. And, and all those type of people um if i may suggest uh you may want to look. Uh, do you happen to know any Arkfey? That you are friendly. I do. Once again, I couldn't say that we're exactly on very friendly terms. Although, with Arkfey, it's come and go. I mean, Renee, so. you've you've met a couple Arkfey, right? You and like Edward and Catherine and the rest, right? Like a couple of them, right? That's yeah, uh, kind of. Um, if you mean like going to war against, yes. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. That, that 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 makes it much harder to talk to them on friendly terms. A little bit. I mean, it's been a few years, but do I you don't think they... All interact with here. He could flirt up Lady Morantar. Yeah. Do either of you... Mr. Tripwitz or, or, or Rene, I mean, do either of you know anything about the Arkfei Thalin, perhaps? Or, oh. or, um, do I mean, no, or also, oh, what I can the, now uh, say, oh, shoot, what's the other the, one? Uh, the eye is long. Um, find a way to pronounce it in the text. Go ahead and roll a, um, yeah, roll a history check. Um, as Jesus you talk to the you, your internal alarm system goes off as a fourth person goes to the teleportation circle. 27. 27? Yeah. Um, you know of a little bit of Thalim. Um, Thalim. You know that he's the Archdeacon of Death. Um, mm -hmm. he's, uh, the, he's amongst the Winter Court. You know that, in general, he's actually a fairly passive Arkfey. Yeah, he doesn't get involved in a lot of the other Arkfey's business kind of keeps to his own, um, basically attends to his duties and um, doesn't make a muck up thing. Like when it comes to Arkfey, especially winter Arkfey, he's really pretty passive. Um, mostly because his job is to deal with death. And so like, it kind of comes to him. He doesn't really have to worry about making mm -hmm. his things happen. They just happen. Yeah. Um, and so he just does his job and keeps going and he, seems to have no external ambitions. He ah. hasn't really, like, attempted anything in the past. He's not been among other coup attempts or other, um, you know, other planar power things. He's on He's the court, but they have their own problems. Yeah. Um, yes, the Archdeacon of Death. I know of him. I may have played a round of cards with him. Um, I... You need to go check them and the door. Arrive. Ah! <laughs> Who goes there? Oh, wait, so, uh, so do I hear Triplets say that? Yes. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, do I also see the mess that was left by that critter? Yes. Oh. Edward just goes, ah, oh, yes, Triplets, just the one I wanted to see. Uh, did <laughs> something happen in here? It I seems to be a mess. Did you from from the tower from a little trapdoor ago? Did you notice that there's a big mess here? Wait, yes, I. 
incidentally kind of caused it. But Edward? It, it's, like, like, the, the friends are down oh, here. Edward, Edward, <laughs> Edward's face lights up. <laughs> Edward's face lights up and he goes to wherever Anaya's voice is, um, ignoring Triple Wits now. And he, once he gets there, he's like, Renaya! Edward, you have a beard! I do! He opens his arms for a hug. She immediately hugs him. Absolutely. He just says, he holds her at shoulder length, he says, It's been too long. How are you? You look stunning. Is that a new dress? Yeah. Actually, it's not super new, but new since we've seen each other, yes. Okay, well, it looks very nice. Um, It looks like it'd fit the abyss. I'm assuming you've been... Seeing grots still? Is that a thing? Uh, uh, no, no, not no. Talk- oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know. Well, we don't have to hang on that for now. I'm just glad to see you again, and you, Leshka. Uh, I, Edward, you yes, know, it is a pleasure. I I, I hear great things uh, from Athala nowadays. It's good to it, it's, it's good to see things turning well. in a bright direction. Yes, you know it's been. Uh, you know, they're spending a lot of time on those temples, which is okay with me. You know, I get it. But as soon as that third ring is done, we're going to have a great, great Athala. Once again, even better than before. And well, it's good to see you as well. Ah, uh, yes. Well, how about this? What are we doing here? Uh, well, Vernaya was looking into something. And I came to check in on her and help her out. And then uh, Mr. Abanthi Tripowitz here came uh, and he also has helped us a little bit. And now you're here. I'm doing my best. <laughs> so we all kind of showed up at the same time. Well, yes. that's quite uh, lucky. I'm very happy. Uh, also, Edward, I don't suppose, have you talked to Cather at all recently? Cather? Well, I haven't even spoken with him since the siege on Athala, I don't think. Hmm. He stayed around for a little while, but went back home. And, well, I would very much like to see him. Are, are you thinking about inviting him over? Well, I, I mean, I was hoping he'd, he'd kind of be here, if I'm being honest. I had, I had, well, it's kind of, it's, well, I'm, I'm trying to wonder if it's all connected, actually. But you see, if what's like, all connected? Like, okay, so basic rundown. So we discovered, right, so we, like, Renai and I have been talking about, like, Ruah and, like, some of these, like, ancient oh, scribbles. Oh, let's go, Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but <clears throat> you're not still going on about that Ruah thing, are you? I thought that was behind us all. Right, Athala, we've taken it back over. There hasn't been much happening. I mean, sure, a few aberrations have slipped through the portal, but I'm sure Abinthi is working on it. Is that what's gotten you hopped up on this? Who are you asking? I'm asking Renaya. It's a bit complicated. I'm going to keep looking at this. And she, like, goes over to the corner and continues looking over the map. Anyway, <laughs> well, I don't want... I, I have a spare mop. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what what you are getting yourselves into, sure. but quite honestly, I am very busy, man. I am dealing with the instatement of the orcs in Octoran, and Athala is almost finished, and, and quite honestly, I really wouldn't want to get into any celestial you know, fighting or anything, anything. I feel like I'm, I'm done with that, right? We did our part, I feel, and now I have other things to focus on, so. Right, right, but. Uh, I, I hate to cut you off, but. Mop snaps in half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right, I mend it. Sorry. <laughs> you can do that too. Oh, yes, I'm a tailor, it's what I do. Nice. Uh, but anyway, as. It's but, probably but, gonna happen again. 
but we were talking it's and uh, something well something that very interesting came across my mind though because we were trying to figure out like who can like translate the ancient language for us and like okay. and like and like uh, uh, like I had this thought and like Trepowitz like mentioned like knowing like an archive that might be able to help which is kind of interesting because um, I know Cather recently has been looking into like the anathema and like and like 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 things with like the autumn daughters uh i don't know oh i don't know what you guys Mm -hmm. know about that stuff uh oh well there's there's some history but he's mentioned like seeing some and like he like there's like one that he like 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 there's one that he feels like he recognizes like he saw like in like a like a like a dream or something no um well tarak would talk of the autumn daughters and cather knew one but he ended up forgetting um it was it was quite sad so maybe that's who he's remembering he's a religious type i wouldn't be surprised if he i, I was I, trying I, to find an answer i don't know i i know he mentioned like uh like because because like he was trying to like figure out stuff at the anathema and like there seemed like there kept being like connections to like extra planar beings and like the like the fey and stuff right and like and like like and like the arc fey of oh what was her name again uh what's the what what's the one that like leads the Arlen daughters i forget there's so many of them so many of the Arlen. would edward remember it's it's uh, you, Zander, Zander, the Zander, woman Zander. who murdered your cousin Zander. yes zestari zestari yes i was uh, getting zestari, there. the uh, woman yes. who murdered my cousin <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember they, her not fondly <laughs> thanks grant uh, and, and you're not thinking about having another run-in with the Arkfey, are you? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, w- I recently went to the Fey. I saw, like, a couple of daughters talking to an Arkfey. Not not Zestari, a different Arkfey. Um, and what are you doing in the Fey with so autumn daughters? They they really serve Zestari? That's a uh, thing? Y- yes, yes. I mean, it's, well, oh, it's strange because... Drac was right. Usually they... Uh, they're a little more low-key like it's very like very very rare for you to ever see one in your whole lifetime let alone like multiple times in the same lifetime right like so right. anyway but there's been like in, like an increase of them of like spottings of them at least that i've noticed uh which is all very interesting i know kath i was looking into that as well and i was trying to meet up with him to like talk about it because i had like a couple leads but then like now he's like gone i don't know where he went which is kind of like... Lashka, Lashka, I, I know you're a man of knowledge. You're a man of seeking the answer. I respect it. I feel similarly. In fact, in some ways, I do the exact same thing. But I would just... I, I implore you, please. If you're having a run-in with a fae, please take it off Aklaranian soil and out of our keep, <laughs> if possible. I really don't want to have to deal with this again. I lost far too much, and we've gained... Too much to lose again. I'm sure you understand. Oh yes, of course. Uh, what was I? I lost my train of thought now. This guy, um, <laughs> Edward. I don't know yes, a lot been. about. I don't mean to interrupt. No. Um, by all means, you always have I good insights. Did some investigation regarding the teleportation circle. It appears as though there may be a, a planar rift, um, relatively near the castle on the island, perhaps below the island. It's hard to exactly tell. There's a bit of a crisscrossing pathway kind of situation. 
Ah, um, uh, the portals so, they're interfering with one another. Ah, uh, yes. So sometimes they'll just be going, and there's an offshoot, and they just happen to get caught in our teleportation circle. Um, so so we what must either, we do about it? Well, we do can have either a solution? move the portal, we can add defenses to the portal, or we can try to get rid of the rifts. It wouldn't be the first time that I've had to sew up a planar rift. It isn't easy. You've done that before. I, 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 I would really prefer that. not to move the portal. You know, that's a whole other construction project. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you could figure out a way, close the rift, defense, whatever you need to do, I okay. can supply. I may die. Um, nice. You may die. Well, I mean, yes, well, it's a plane of Then maybe we should move the portal. Uh, <laughs> Incredibly easy to do. Um, also, I heard you mentioned um, Autumn Dara's... I'm, I'm always interested in stories. I've actually heard a lot about them recently. Oh, you've, you've, you've also heard recently. Oh, stories all over the place. They've been popping up willy-nilly. Um, good stories, bad stories, medium stories... Which one would you like to do? Medium story. <laughs> I've never heard of a medium story before. Oh, well, the medium stories are mainly they just kind of show up and nothing happens. Oh, I see. They're also called a bad story. Uh -huh. um, right. But bad is is like the ones where they show up and then burn a village to the ground. Uh -huh. right. Good yeah. would normally be they show up and then grant bountiful harvests. Um, right. But yeah. Sorry well, to interrupt. I I, I no no actually I, I would like to hear more about the autumn daughters. I just learned, mind you, that this was a real thing. I mean, the whole Zestari. Um, oh yes, no, absolutely. harming my Zestari. cousin. That was kind of a blaring, obvious thing I'm that sorry, this might be real. Again? Her name was Melora. She was we 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 cared about Melora. She was like a part of like okay? the party of like people that like Edward. I would very much I, like uh, to hear a bit about autumn daughters. What do you got? Autumn Daughter guy? What do you got? Tell us about it. I would. Yes, as a story, um, the Autumn Daughters are, well, they are connected to it. It's hard to exactly explain the relationship. It's kind of like a targeted militia, but it's also, it's, it's less groupy than that. Um, most often they serve as a story, and when they die, most often their souls are brought to Zestari and then they frolic through the Feywild in a band of roving, flaming-haired women firing bows and arrows off in the distance. Um, that's how the stories paint them, at least. I'm pretty sure most often it's far more deadly. Um, more deadly? Oh, yes. Terrible. They're, after they're behind many a slaughter. So, um, so, so, uh, Leshka, you said that there were more sightings of these on Oclaranian soil? More recently? Well, just everywhere, really. Uh, I know Cather Internationally? Yeah, he, he mentioned, I mean, he, he's been traveling a lot recently, and he's mentioned seeing them a couple different places, both off the material plane and on the material plane. Uh, and I've also spotted a couple here and there myself. Um, it's just very interesting, because, again, like, you, it is very common that most people don't actually know of their existence at all. Because, well, it's, you know, those people die. And to be clear, you, Renaya, and Leshka are here to get to the bottom of this autumn daughter problem? Well, it seems like it might. There's chances that there's a, there's a connection between two different things here. Yeah. Leshka, you also remember the last time that you saw Cather, uh -huh. um, she was leaving with an autumn daughter. 
And last time I saw Catherine. You already knew that. I told you that like seven oh, days ago. Wait. Oh, you, you, no, you're correct. But I forgot. The, hence the fact that I... I've been giving you so many hints this whole time. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Anyway, keep going. DM. <laughs> keep going. Anyway. We'll probably get uh, into what I've been hoping you guys to get to for like the last like 30 minutes. Anyway, um, yes, but, but yes, but I... And I should have mentioned this sooner. I do apologize. My, my mind is as out there, you know. Uh, but, but like what started the whole, like, like autumn Dar stuff, like, like Catherine, like met one and like, he like, last I saw him, he was like with what, like traveled with one somewhere. Uh, yeah. Kind of crazy. Um, that was six months ago. Thank you, DM. You say that six months ago, you say, (laughs) so it's not Melora, a different one. Was Melora a a, a daughter? I don't know. The story seemed to care. Renaya, you've been trying to say something. Um, Yeah, what's up? And I don't have it prepared, but could I have spent some time to do like a little switch to get sending prepared? Sure, why not? I don't care. Yeah. Do it. Okay. You guys keep going. I will do sending to Catherine in a second. Uh, what's he doing with an autumn daughter? I mean, I don't know. I, but now, do we think? You better not be in love again. That would be do, awkward. Well, I, 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 I don't think that's true. Um, wait, hold on. Do we? Ka- wait, the Catherine that you've told me about, the that I've seen the regal one with the arm. He was dating a cousin. Yes. <laughs> this seems like prudent information that I was never Look, told. I didn't. I didn't know at first either. It was a shock to me as well. Um. Do we think that there is that it's a coincidence that Cather maybe had a vision of like an autumn daughter recently and like there's been increased sightings and like talk of like cosmic balance shifting kind of stuff and then there's like also like stuff popping up with like ancient languages? You know what? No, that isn't a coincidence because it's freaking Cather and when he has a vision, bad stuff happens. I don't like the feeling of this. I came here to de stress. <laughs> I mean, does only bad does only bad stuff happen with Cather? Uh, Might I suggest, um, you, you, uh, Leshka, was it? Yeah, yes, Leshka. You said that you were searching for Cather. Well, yeah. I mean, I haven't, like, like I said, like, like it was a while ago that he met up with with this with this odd daughter, and like, like I haven't necessarily heard from him since. Granted, it's like, it's somewhat. It's not exactly, like, uncommon for him to, like, have a hard time communicating. He doesn't have, like, any way to do that. You know who can communicate? Renaya. What? Right? You can still do that. Yes, yes. What do you want me to say? (laughs) She's like, ugh, I hate being the messenger boy. I also just now realize I, too, have the sending spell. If that is... No, it's my job, Leshka. Get out of here. Leshka's been looking for him for, like... Three or four months, and he's just now remembering that he could just call him. All right. Yeah. What am I saying? Remember twenty-five words, and so, if he's not on the same plane, like there's a chance it won't go through. Five percent chance. Okay. Or something. Yeah. I mean, if, if it doesn't work for you, plane. then maybe I could try. You know, we could ping pong. Yeah. Wait, what am I saying? Well, first pleasantries. Say, it's uh, been a while. Something to that effect. You know. It's been a while. He is a friend a while. after all. Um. Then I guess. 
you could say something to the effect of having some concerns about Autumn Daughters. Do you know anything? Question mark. Are you still alive? I got it. I got Smiley it. Smiley face. I got it. 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 Okay. Um, I'm going to cast sending. Okay. I'll curse my curiosity. Uh, hi, Cather. Hi, Kiki. It's Rennie. <laughs> Are you okay? Where are you? What's going on? We're worried. How many words do I have left? How ten? many words do I have left? Ten words? Lashka, Edward, Tripowitz, and I are at the Cape Buddy. Would any of you like some food? I think the kitchen oh, food would be warm. lovely. I would love to have a bite. I, I thought you'd never ask. Also, I believe the saunas are running at all times. Sauna? Oh, I yes, forgot we put a sauna specifically in. requested that the was sauna the, to be by your town. The best idea. It's like a hot You've steam. never tried a sauna? Renaya, no. you must. You, Hold on, I'm trying to... I gotta listen. Just, oh, sorry. Gosh, Cather. Hurry up, Cather. You hey. listen. Mm. Wait. And listen. If he doesn't talk within the next, like, 15 seconds, we're going to go get food and get in the sauna. And you don't get a response. No? Anything? Nothing. Yes! Let's get some food. Go to the oh, sauna. Uh, Look, maybe this isn't a problem No, it's not a thing all. to cheer for. Natural 20. You, of course, you just know that, first of all, you know that he's on a different plane of existence. Okay. You also oh, know that there's a chance that the message doesn't go through when they're on different planes of existence. Yes. You think that's what happened? I think he's on a different plane of existence. Probably <laughs> the Fae. Oh, so help me if Cather's in the Fae. Probably the Fae. That's I don't want to go back to the Fae. Yeah, but the Fae, the Fae's really bad. Well, he knows bad. better, right? I mean, he knows better. I mean, maybe, I maybe could, if he was I accompanied could. by an autumn daughter. Could he just be like fat chilling with the gods? Probably uh, not. I mean, here, how about, how about this? How about, how about I'll give it a try, see if I can get something from him. Maybe my spell can go through if he's if he's on another <laughs> plane. You know? I swear. At Drew, if you talk to yourself, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this? All right. Uh, it's happening. So, so Ka uh, Leshka <laughs> cast the sending spell. Uh, what? Never mind. Keep going. What? Okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, hey, Cather. It's Leshka. I know... We haven't spoken in six months. What plane are you on? Everyone is worried about you. Please respond now. Nice. Nice. Wait, I have a sound for this. Nice. <laughs> you actually go through Hey. What the heck, man? <laughs> it's a dice rolls. There's like a 5% chance. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, it's a now, now here's the question: How, Does Kath, does Drew even know how to respond as Cather? I mean, um, it's your job. I mean, Cather doesn't really know where he is. <laughs> yeah, like Cather, Cather's. I mean, like, does he know what he? He knows what like this, like the place he's at, right? Or does he not know? Roll. Do you have access to Cather's character sheet? Oh yeah, of course I do. Roll an intelligence check. Roll an intelligence check so for my boy Cather. All right, let's do it. I want to talk to uh, Cather. Let's see. I should probably break out my some of my Cather dice for this. <laughs> Why does Drew get to talk to Cather? Because oh, this is beautiful. Because it's funnier this way. This <laughs> stinks. So Ooh, nice. I'm really Three. happy for you, Drew. You get to talk to your own Three. freaking character. Cather has no clue where he is. No clue. Okay. Uh. Okay. That's so, can he describe where he is? Sure. Okay, do it right now. Go, All man. Right, let's go. Hey, DM, what, 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 what does the place look like that Cather's in? I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm Cather's. Yay. Uh, get, take hey, that, DJ, Drew. make sure you, you respond as Cather and not as Kiyomura, okay? And do his voice. Get edgier. So, uh, there's a lot of doors around. A lot of doors? And, uh, and a lot of different, I mean, I don't want to be rude, but like different creatures around. DJ isn't words. allowed to respond anymore oh with gosh. this spell. <laughs> two words. He's the, so bad I at it. Think different planes. I think. You get two, I think. That's what you get. So you got if you doors, want to in that extra creatures. like seven words that was completely okay, like, DJ, lots, come on, man. Lots it's of been, doors. It's been d- lots of doors and lots of creatures. And uh, definitely on a different plane. Well, that's oh. awfully vague. Airports is making ham and cheese sliders. <laughs> um, okay, so, so DM with my with Leshka's knowledge of the Fey, or not the Fey uh, of just the, the planes in general. Would he know the cosmic wheel? The cosmic wheel, as it were. Does he know of like a place, a, a plane of doors? Uh, make an intelligence check. Can I help? Sure. I've been I've been around Leska a lot. Natural twenty. Yeah, no, you guys are a good team. You guys know how to work together. Renai, you're very observant. You kind of know how to like coax Leska along to make his relatively slow thinking process a little bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you yeah. get, Drew? Natural twenty. For Natural twenty. Yeah. Oh. Um, there are a number of different places that he could be referring to. Um. To the books. Uh, this is the part of the paper dungeon where our DM flips through all the books he owns. Lydia, would you like Yo. to send the command in oh, chat? Oh, I your don't. Favorite part. I'm sad. I didn't get to talk to Cather. Okay, oh, wait, wait. well then I'll send. No, it. you did. You called him, and then someone cut the phone line. So I, I didn't get to talk to him. Oh, but you probably on a message system somewhere. There is a recording of your voice that's like. Would it make you? Hey. Would it make you feel better if you knew that Aaron was, or not Aaron, that DJ would be the one that's responding to you? Is that really worth it? No. That's just more disappointing. The operator stepped out for lunch, so I wasn't able to correctly transfer your call. Fleshka. Uh huh. There are two main places that you can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Actually, three, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just double check something. Um, <coughs> really hope he's not in the way. I don't Same. Really Wouldn't that. that just be whack? Nothing good ever happens in the, the way. Really that bad. I've had Do you think he could there. be talking about either Mechanus? Okay. Bitopia. Okay. Potentially Elysium. Okay. Or Sigil. Or Sigil. Okay, so we got like Mechanus, Elysium, uh, uh, Sigil, or what was the other one? Bytopia. Bytopia. Uh, does it, does it, I mean, like, does it make sense that he would go to any, any of those places? I don't even know what like three of those are. I, I, I just know about these from looking at your notes and stuff. Okay, Apathy, uh, let's see. Well, I mean, you don't really know Cather, do you? I've uh, briefly met him. He was very imposing. Now, okay, of of those planes, shine as much as he did. Of those planes, do I know if any of them are are somewhat uh, connected to the Feywild? Does anyone want pepper and uh, sliders? I would, please. There's a couple of them that are closer to the Feywild when it comes to like the cosmic wheel wheel, but you also know like the cosmic wheel. Is very much like trying to make a globe into a flat map. Like it distorts the distances and it's not really mm -hmm. accurate and all that mm -hmm. type of stuff. So, like, sure, there are some of them that are closer to the Feywild, but also, like, in reality of like how the actual planes work, none of them are close to each other or right. far from each other. They're all just where they are. Right. Okay. Okay. So let's see. So, and remind me, DJ Sigil is in the actual. See in the astral plane, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we have Sigil, which is in the astral plane, which is kind of like the between of everything. We have Elysium. That's a pretty good place to be. Uh, Mechanus. I mean, depending on who you are, there's a lot of Modrons there, so kind of annoying to deal with. Probably uh, not Mechanus. Probably not. All right. Well, probably not. Well, you were. I mean, because he's he a lot different. Creatures. I'm going to eat some of this white castle that Abanthe is whipping up over here. What? If you could just excuse me. Multiple different colors. He, he stands up and starts walking. He walks over to the table and sits down. I mean, and just waits for could, his food. And he, could, he, uh, he puts his hands behind his head and kicks his feet up, cross trying to relax. Renaya, would Malice be able to tell you if Cather's in Elysium? I think I, that's what I was thinking of trying to get in touch with Malice again. Because then that eliminate that, because I'm pretty sure it's probably not Mechanus. Because, like, the Mechanus has, like, not a large variety well, of creatures. I mean, Malice could, Malice could maybe talk with one of the Cathar's gods, maybe. Yeah, um, maybe. We could also try to try find to get a hold of them. Probably not, the, though. They're a little. Uh, um, okay. DJ's looking at us like we're forgetting a key piece of information that he's given to one of us previously. No, 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 I'm, going, I'm just, great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna phone a friend, grab my holy symbol, Alice, what, I need your help. Wait, we're calling Malice right now? Uh, like Malice, like a player. player? Um, so you know Which how Malice doesn't break anything? shaped and stuff like that? Yeah. One, clumsy that kind of like bulbous top pieces just kind of like sticks out of the top of the ladder not it okay ah. hey kind of like oh sticks my. a finger down and kind of like waves hi okay i'm gonna go up and talk to malice if you Great guys want to 
I, uh, might as well. It's entertainment. Okay. I'll come and watch. Go up. He's and always fun. Malice is just sitting, um, uh, cross-legged, like literally just twiddling his thumbs. Hi. Okay. So, Kata, you know anything about where he's been? What he's up to? Where he's at? Specifically, what plane? Can you figure it out, maybe? Malice looks like he's thinking. Malice stands up, or more like turns over, so he's crawling on his hands and knees, and then goes over until he's like out of this room and into like the kind of the central open space of the courtyard. Um, before going over to your tower, Renaya, and he just rips a chunk off of it. <gasps> what are you doing? That is pure rose quartz. You have no idea how expensive these I walls can were. I fix that, but it's going to be... He then slowly there. shapes it into um, a perfect sphere before oh, just no, setting it on the wall and you some of the, like the bricks that like hold up the little like the the um columns you know like how the uh, castle wall has like the little top bricks and stuff like that like like zipper yes. um yes. he thank you <laughs> i just need some confirmation someone was understanding uh he sits it on top of a couple of those which promptly crushes some of them no, but oh. it rests this... Dwarven. i'll mend it later <laughs> we can only it's a sphere it's a whole sphere now we'll figure it out then goes over, and you guys don't see Malice like actually like cast magic very often. Um, like a lot of times, he just kind of like has innate abilities and stuff like that. But he actually goes through the process of actually casting a spell just on a divine level, um, which is really weird because it's all like kind of the same motion, but it has a lot more like weight behind it. Like you can throw a lot more power into it. He throws the hips in it. You know, just gets you know. Um, Centrifugal force. That's how they. He's like Shakira. Shakira Shakira does cast spells, dude. Absolutely. Those hips don't lie. (laughs) About 10 minutes later, as he's just been staring, or what you assume is staring, he doesn't have eyes, but you're just staring into the pink void. Eventually, he kind of like comes out of it before picking up the sphere and just placing it back in the hole. That's it's not going to work, buddy. Just leave it that to the better side. Not have we'll been figure it out. Sc- God scrying. I have a crystal ball literally prepared for this. It's in the basement. Oh. He goes back over to you, Renaya. Have you considered asking? He opens his hand, and the familiar. There's a line on my hand. Why is there a line drawn on my hand? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> There's a random line on my hand that I have no clue where it came from. It's battle scars from DMing. That's right. The familiar circle comes up, and you see um, Cather walking through a planar portal with um, what you immediately recognize to be an autumn daughter. Um, and it's actually really weird because at first you think it might just be Melora. Like they look extremely similar. But upon further details, you can see that there are slight differences in the facial structure. It looks like some this woman would be like Melora's like sister. Um they're that similar looking, but there's just a little difference. Um he walks through this portal um and then zooms out and kind of zooms in to um uh, a familiar sight. It actually he re- replays a scene that you've seen in your dreams, which is of uh no, I'm sorry. 
that was recounted to you from Melora's dreams of Zestari's golden castle with Zestari sitting on her flaming throne um, and all this type of stuff. After Zestari, it zooms back out and then zooms out to this black void with these silvery tendrils floating through it before from behind like if this is the camera view from behind the lens the the um camera quote unquote gets swallowed before like corporal incorporally pushing through the back of an astral dreadnought being chased by um a ship of astral hunters after that you find yourself zooming in to this infinite city of doors. Sounds like so Sigil to me. And then it stops. Is, is that Sigil? Well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Did we all see this as well, or just around? I'm assuming yeah. so. <laughs> so I assume Leshka and Avanthi would recognize that as as Sigil. Yes. Great. Well, that well, was creepy. Seems like we know where our destination is, or at least where Cather is. Wait, you're not actually thinking about doing whatever that doodad just said? Well, I mean, no. There are much like there are several ways to get to Sigil. Avanthi, Avanthi, do you have any stories of Sigil? Oh, anything we should know about? I, I mean. What type of stories are you looking for? Uh, anything that would help us understand what the hay is happening oh. here. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it scary? Is it Sigils. time weird? Is Basically, it what has Cather gotten himself into? Sigil I'm so upset at that man. Is, uh, a city of passageways. It goes a lot of different places. Um, kind of a way stop. There's a lot of stories about Sigil, um, which is what I'm going to call it, even though it could also be pronounced Sigil. Um, it's not good it's not bad it's a place there are scary things but there are scary things everywhere um, honestly it's it's quite quite nice from what I've heard um, there's, you can find pretty much anything in Sigil so question what do we think about maybe Cather has a new friend and for some reason he has taken a vacation to Door City, to Door Plane. Huh? Maybe, maybe nothing's wrong at all. Maybe Autumn Daughters are showing up, but hey, sometimes it's a busy season. I'm just saying, well, if nothing's are we blowing this out of proportion? better, because then we can get access to whatever. If the Autumn Daughters have the connection to the Fae thing, then we can talk to Faye. You want to talk to Faye? I need to figure this out. And, and uh, Edward, um, you know, if uh, Cather is on vacation, you did say you wanted to relax. Could That's be a very true. good opportunity. Really? In that place? Oh. That looked like nightmare fuel. No, 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 no. It's, look, the Astro Haven't you seen Monsters, Inc.? Besides the point. Um, but Renaya. the City of Doors, um, Sigil. Oh, Keep going, don't even... <laughs> Get me started on the hot springs. Oh, I won't, um, Renaya. What? 
That's the next nice one. Everyone's ever told Aaron to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Renaya, you know that I trust you. Right? Yeah. You really think that there's a problem here and we need to involve the Fae? I don't know if there's a problem. Um, I... I think it would be helpful to see Cather. I think Cather needs help, otherwise he wouldn't be in connection with Leshka about all this. That's and... True. Plus, like, I maybe it'll help me. And then... Mm. I don't... I, are you, like, looking for something or anything that involves Faye or no, the Astral Plane? No, or any, no, no, I... Faye? Look, I am a servant to the people. Helping Athala flourish, helping displaced people find homes, well, then helping be a great the orcs vacation find their for home. you. I've missed our adventures. You should come with us. Are you seriously suggesting that my vacation should be taken going to the Fae? Okay, Sigil, right? But maybe the Fae's involved. Okay, it's just a lot at once. Edwin, it's just <laughs> like old times. The mm. old, terrible, terrible times. What if I don't want to relive the old times? I don't either, but if I have to, I'd rather do it with you all. Wow. It that's also beautiful. It also might help with the uh, teleportation circle snag. I know that you had talked about setting up more teleportation circles around Ocaron, and if that is a constant problem, then... Um, you may be inviting aberrations and other things to just... Are you yes, suggesting that's going to sig- Now, okay. Yeah, suggesting going now, to you can would help. fix your now, that's, portal. That's a question, too. So what, what has been coming through the portal? Oh, just all sorts of things. Today, it was some form of aberration that tried to possess me. Um, Interesting. Yesterday, it was an elemental... A couple of days before that, um, it was a strange uh, kind of yellow-skinned fellow. He seemed very confused. I did my best to send him back to wherever he came from. Um, yeah, so just all, all sorts. Well, I mean, because, I mean, well, so that might be a good place to start, actually. I mean, yes, uh, Sigil is the city of doors. It, it deals a lot with transportation throughout the plains. Um I, it could be fun. I also do. No, I no, don't do you need have Mr. Mr. Do you have a way to travel between the planes? Now, like right now, right now. Uh, cool. uh, Kurt, I mean, within like you know, like a day's. I know, like you, like you, wizard people, like like you keep like a book, right? First of all, I'm not a wizard. I am an arcanist or a mage, if you want to be general. Right. Uh, but like, do you have like a spell book that you use? Well, in a way, but uh, I'm currently only a sixth circle mage. Um, in order to plane uh, shift, yes, yeah, to yes, seventh uh, circle. You need the more powerful stuff, I see. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Uh, that's I, very unfortunate. I may know some ways into various planes of existence, um, just free willy nilly casting. Um, no. Hmm. Well, DM, do I know? Alice? Do I know of somebody from the Scholar's Guide who who can who can cast Plane Shift? No. No, Alice? I figured not. Well, that's like a what seventh level spell? Yeah. Seventh. Yeah. Do you think you could drop us off? <laughs> he rolls his eyes. 
dad take me to school <laughs> can you can you pick up my friends too i don't want to ride the bus you can mallet let's see okay how much we, the dm dealing with his party derailing his next five sessions hands, and he shows sigil and then he shows doors in sigil opening with Arkfey, princess of the abyss great old ones all of the massive like mean planar creatures that want to hunt gods he shows going in and out of sigil often well i wouldn't want you to go there with us but like no no, you, no 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 please to, don't go there do you That's happen like to know a door yeah no don't sigil? want to lose you please like i know that sometimes just some doors just open into sigil do you know where one of those would be He points, or he creates another circle and shows uh, it, it kind of, it opens up on what is currently night. Sorry, I'm this is impromptu, so I'm just thinking. Um, it's currently night there is the gentle lapping of the sea at the very foreground, um, someplace on the coast. Along the land, you can see, uh, or kind of this third-person perspective, there is a small island um, that has, uh, it looks like this massive pine forest surrounding the whole thing, um, or encapsulated the whole thing, with one large singular mountain erupting out of the island. The entire island is basically one island with a pine forest surrounding it. Um, it zooms in around onto the top and shows a small cave that then winds down deep and deep and deep until eventually it enters into this small uh, like magma um, tunnel, kind of this uh, cave-like system full of magma. Um, and across the pool is a, uh, a silver line that creates a little door on the wall. Abenzi's been a lot of places to see this <laughs> island. Is this the freaking, like, the dead small king's border island? The, small, the tiny uninhabited island? Please tell me. Um, Ebenthe, go ahead and roll a, um, history or intelligence check. Edward, go ahead and roll history or intelligence check. This doesn't have, now, DM, this doesn't have to be Canada's Island, just to clarify. No. Okay, good. 27. I was just there. That would have been really unfortunate. Better than mine. I got a 10. Well, the nice thing is your DC is different. You happen to remember a small, uninhabited island. (laughs) Yes! that had a large mountain on it, a pine forest. There was a little um, grotto that went into it that you and, sailed into. And there was a tunnel that kept going down. And there was Renaya? a tunnel that kept going down and down and down and down Renaya? that was previously unexplored. Renaya? That's right. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Do you remember the tiny uninhabited island? You know of a place I know of a tiny uninhabited island. The one next to the pirate government 
where that we you lost know, Tavel. Actually, yours is more secretive. <laughs> That's where that is. I recognize Master that island. Plus nine to history. Are we That's going very to far from here. Island? I mean, do you have a quick way to get to that tiny uninhabited island? Do you still have, you have your teleportation boat? circle? We do have teleportations, but we don't. We don't have a time. We haven't. It's an uninhabited island. There's no teleportation yeah, so circles there. Yeah, I mean, that's why. Do you still have your? Do you still have your flying boat? Yes, it's anchored just offside the cliff. I mean, because like we still have that thing. I mean, because like I could like I could like you like use a teleportation circle to get us like towards like the coasts, and then <gasps> and then we fly the ship the rest of the way. Maybe we could find uh, that old captain that helped us. We never paid her. We can take care of that. I mean, you also, we'll you guys also like, like disappeared, right? For like, for like four months. Yeah, but she wasn't. Yeah. We kind of, but in doing that, we kind of essentially left them abandoned. I tried That's to message nice. them you one time. Pay your debts. All right. Well, maybe. Okay. Here, here's what I. There's I'm a lot of things that is. I would like, like to go to these islands. I remember them being quite nice, apart from the pirates. But I would like a change in scenery. And hear me out. Go to these islands. Maybe I stay on the islands. You guys check out Sigil, right? I did see those Arkfay. Don't you think that you're going to talk me into going in there? If Cather wants to deal with Arkfay. Aaron, oh, come on, I want an island vacation. And we can have it, but first we need to get Cather along for it. There were Arkfey in that Edward. Oh, and Renai, like, grabs Edward's shoulders. Edward. What? Look at the oh. three of us. We are all magic-based people. We will not last long on our own. We need you. Please. Me? Yes. Tarak trained you. Yeah, I know. I mean, you got that I've really nice sword good on with head. a sword. Uh-huh. I don't think I'm going to talk you out of going in there, am I? No. Ooh, couldn't there be somebody else as competent as I am? Forget <laughs> Cather. And then, and then Cather will come if we'll go on vacation. It'll be great. Please. We'll, we'll check out Sigil. Sigil, whatever it is. We'll check it out quickly. Yes. If we don't see Cather, we're we'll right back where we came from. Abanthi? <laughs> Excuse me, he's, Abanthi. Abanthi is like staring off in the void. He he's having um like wartime memories. He's like flashing back. A little drool. He, he coming out of his mouth. Sometimes. Abanthi, hello. Abanthi. I think he's uh receiving a message from the extra planar being oh, known as the dungeon actually? master. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't realize that. The most ancient of ancient ones. Yes, if only we could talk to him about Maybe this ancient language. I can still say what Edward is going to say. He says... The problem is he needs you to roll a d20 and get like a 45 for some he reason. He says... What do I need Abinthi? to do? I'm sorry, what? Abinthi, you've been to Sigil, it sounds. I need you to go with us because oh, we are not getting lost in that place. I mean... Okay, I've been you, to that you island. know of the place, right? If we go in there and we get lost, so help me. Do you understand, Akleron? Akleron's not going to survive without me here. There's orcs. Island, uh -huh. and you're lost. Because I can probably still navigate the islands. I'm talking about in Sigil. 
Oh. We go in Sigil. We get out. Getting Sigil. lost in Sigil is part of the allure of Sigil. You can't we just go to Sigil. We're going to find Katha. Look, okay? He has a new we have girlfriend. To. Look, that's I... what this is about, right? I'm super good at, like, navigating places, so we won't get lost. I'll know however we need to get back, okay? What about I Grox? believe her. Oh, absolutely. sorry, I brought him up again. I'm I'm so sorry. <coughs> I won't do that again. I'm sorry, Force what? of habit. He bailed us out a few times in the past. Ooh. Whatever. You know Grotz? The demon oh. prince of pleasure? Those not stories are real? I honestly did. Not an option, okay. In Malice, he can That's be our... Crazy. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, should I should I get the teleportation circle ready? Oh, how much people just ignore triple ways? I'm fine with this. <laughs> um, uh, am I... So I'm allowed to come along? I, w I would like to. Yes, Actually, please come along. Indeed, you know I'm, commissioning you, I'm commissioning you to come along, okay? I will this pay will you. This will be great. Oh, we'll have another first. arcane practitioner. We can we can share stories and, and talk and talk arcane one. theory and weave. Um, Yes, I'm not I promising actually, I'll go inside, by the way. Well, I do know uh, the island. I actually, now that I think of it, I do know at least definitely the location of that door. Although they weren't the doors that I originally saw um, when I was there. But uh, I don't think that we want to go through those doors anyway. So, um, yes, I, I would love to assist you. I, I've been wanting to meet the members of uh, Faith's Gambit for a very long time. Uh, now, here's a question. Uh, he he looks to Edward and Renaya. Do you guys know how to navigate the ship? I've learned. Uh, I'm good at crow's nest. I've been on a boat before. <laughs> Many like, times, I was shipwrecked. Several of them. I mean, because like, I guess I I, mean, I, I guess um, it's like an arcane boat, so like maybe Tripwitz and I can like figure it out. But like, well, we also. Oh, we have, we like, a skeleton crew. We got a key. Wait, they're still kicking? We have three arcane users. We have the three arcane users. We have a cleric, an arcana domain cleric, we have a sorcerer, and a wizard. This is awesome. And they dabble and in, the, in the warlock area, and so they're there. <laughs> and, a bard. and a bard. This is great. Every we call them every spellcasting class. Screw druids, right? <laughs> they don't arcane. We're talking about arcane right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will go but only because I'm concerned about these Autumn Daughters running around Ocleron and nothing more. Hey. If there's Arkfey involved, if Cather had a weird vision that he's following, count me out. Oh, I just want to know that Ocleron is safe. And then I'm right back at what I was doing. I can't just vanish. Edward? Edward? Yes. Can you, um, she like pulls him aside a little bit. Please go in with us, because I, Lashka is great. But do you remember back with Mana when he just got <gasps> totally destroyed? Oh, oh. And I oh, don't, gosh, I don't, I, forgot I don't know much what a about. Terrible I don't know much about um, Tripowitz, oh, but I would really hate for that. that to happen to the both of them. They They're seem very similar. Frail, um, They're very, very, very similar. Um, so. I, I can't protect them both on Does my Does anyone own. want to desert Quiche? Ooh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll go in. If it gets dicey, I gotta go. If I die, not, it's a no. real bad deal. We're not, we're not letting that happen. 
Okay. I mean, in theory, if any of us die, that's real bad. Do we all know that this is a bad idea? I just want to make sure we're all there. Uh, I think this is brilliant. Mm. Uh, Well, I've died twice. Well, I am going to eat. Thank you for those making those uh, little sliders. I'm going to get in that sauna, and you know I'm going to get in that sauna. Soak up the steam. Mm -hmm. It's good for the pores. It is, and then I'm going to sleep. And also, I'm going to talk to my mother, who's staying here, by the way. I haven't even been, been able to say hello to her yet. Oh, yeah, she's doing wonderfully. She's and, staying here? And yes, she has been. She requested. Our girl Neefendel is here? We have a Neefendel? few residents. So no way. Neefendel is here, yes. And, Mary and then is here as well. Tomorrow, we're Mary? going to the islands. The islands, yes. Beautiful sun. We're an island boy. Yes. Right. And we're cool. going to be there. And we might step in sigil for a time, but then we're back. Yes. Into Sounds the great. Nothing is going to go wrong. Oh, God, everything went wrong. It all went very wrong. Um, Malice. Oh. Okay. As if it, um, I think, I think that's all for now. Come here. It was nice meeting you. Boop. Ah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you boop him on his faceless face. He kind of like rears back just a little bit and then boops you <gasps> before just kind of getting up and just patting your tower. And when his hand leaves, it's just fixed. Wait, 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 wait. Malice. Yes. Praise the gods. Malice. I'm, most of them, I'm not a big fan, but Malice, you're all right in my book. That's big coming from Abanthe. I mean, did, did have you? I, I can't hear you. Have, 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 have you found anything more other than what I found? Um, he pulls up a picture in his hand of... Uh, go ahead and roll a religion check for me. I will use this time to find a thing. Good stalling. I like it. Uh-huh. Have him roll a dice to give you time. Uh-huh. 17. Smart. Okay. Oh, that's the one thing. 17, that's not bad. Um, you... (laughs) So, guys, (laughs) uh, you come here Just so you know. Working on it. Waiting for document. Table scraps on Thursday. Yeah, oh my gosh. It it'll, be, it'll be really fun. We're, we'll get, we're going to be talking about this talk session, yeah. kind of what goes on to who knows who will be there. It'll be at least me, maybe or someone Or buy clothes on our website. Yes, we have a, a merch store on our website. Don't use the link in the in the description because it's spelled wrong. www.thepaper.com I have a voice com. changer. Don't. I will mute you faster. <laughs> no? You don't want me to? Oh, wait, no. Right. Don't be a dummy like me. Buy some merchandise. <laughs> uh, Don't worry. In the abridged version, all of this will be cut out. All of, all of this. Yeah, when One we get day, around to doing that. Two years um, from now, when the abridged version of this is coming yeah, out. The campaign's after, we, after the channel is burned uh-huh. to the ground. Um, he pulls up an image of what you recognize to be the god Habel. It's a stock photo. It has like a watermark on it. Stop. <laughs> it is um, this massive 
looming, um, like very dark, like slate gray skin um, with little, um, he has like a golden chin that kind of lines the jaw and comes up. His eyes are like, um, each one is like a galaxy. They each um, are like this infinite void. He has over him like this, um, he has like black and gold armor that adorns him. And then from that, there is a hood that comes up over him. His hands glow um, this um, almost like hot metal, like red hot metal is what his hands glow compared to like the dark black and gold of the rest of his body. Um, upon his uh, right hand, he always has resting a massive, massive greatsword. From his shoulders, he has his two regular arms, then he has these two like astral projected arms that are coming up from the back of his shoulder blades that are um, constantly weaving and reweaving and casting magic and orchestrating the stars. Um, you know him to be of uh, the knowledge and trickery domains. And also, you know that he um, is the second oldest god. I know this one. Could this be the big bad? Could this be the Thanos of our story? Could this be the first look into what's really happening? In his other hand, you see a very, very familiar, um, familiar guy. You see the cloaked, or it was not cloaked, the um, familiar face of Orgal, the decaying duke. He has his uh, also gray skin, uh, but more like gray from like it looks like it's decaying and rotting away, not from like that's just his natural skin color. He has his um, robes down from his waist below. He has uh, his black angelic wings coming off of him. He has a couple little horns, and then he has his golden book, his book full of golden pages. That he always comes with. This is one of the gods that um, Cather serves. Mm -hmm. He's uh -oh. the prime gods of the uh, death and nature domain. Awkward. You also know that he is the original god. He's also the scummy Wait. one, isn't he? No, Ozulok's the scummy one. Oh, Wait, thank the, goodness. The, the original or, or god, god of kind of death? Or like he, OG or god? Oracle's the one who ferries the souls to their respective. Okay, so he's just the delivery guy. Yeah. When you say original like, god, yeah. do you mean OG death god or just OG god, like, straight up? Um, you guys all kind of know the the general uh, creation myth. Um, you know that Orgal, especially having talked to Catherine about different things, you Lord know that um, Orgal was originally a man during the Age of Wisdom. Um, and what ended up triggering the Age of Pandemonium was he was very, very good friends with another man, a man by the name of Asmodeus. Asmodeus became Joseph Orgal. Oh, yeah. First murder. He killed Orgal. Orgal is the first death ever to be recorded. At that point, up until then, there was no death ever. L. Lanantari, the mother goddess, um, the only true god, quote unquote, um, then created Mount Celestia to have a place for Orgal's soul. Mount Celestia was originally designed just to be a place for Orgal. 
But then with the Age of Pandemonium being triggered and now death entering into the material plane and all these things happening, Orgal became the farrier for all these souls to be going to Mount Celestia and to some of the other planes. And Asmodeus was banished to the Nine Hells as punishment for his action. Gotcha. Dang. So Orgal is... That's pretty metal. Probably one of the oldest, if not the oldest creature that you can talk to that would have any semblance or reason to actually like want to talk to you who uh, is from uh, the Age of Wisdom. Sounds fairy to me. Hmm. That seems yeah, you know, like a good lead. Those are two gods that are most likely to be able to decipher this language uh, okay. from Malice's perspective. Okay, and then um, have you have you heard anything from him? Or, or any updates on him? He seems contemplative for a second before shaking his head no. Okay. Thanks for stopping in. He boops you again. She boops him back. He then stands up and like kind of awkwardly waves at the rest of you before stepping over the wall and just disappearing behind Renaya's tower. Man, that guy's so cool. Renaya, yeah, but he still Isn't broke. He, cool? uh, he still broke our little. Ah, he fixed, fixed it. Thingy. No, um, he didn't fix the stone things. Look, they're still crushed. He just fixed the oh, wall. Oh, those are easy to repair. Those okay, are, well, just stick those okay. back together. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. Most gods, not a big fan of. Most of them don't like me. Um, on the list, Malice, pretty all right. Pretty, pretty cool god. These sliders I, are also all right. I'm not a chef, but I try. Now, okay, so, so Vernaya, so he thinks that those, like, uh, that Orgal and Habal, Habel, Habel? Havel. Uh, <laughs> uh, are, like, Sorry. two of the gods we should try to talk to about, like, the stuff. So we have, like, like those, two different those gods. Two, those and, like, two are likely the ones to know. Right. Of the gods. Like, they're the only Those are like, actually yeah. two of the other gods that I don't mind. Hmm. So that gives us some options. However, it does seem that Cather is still. It's still very important for us to try and find Cather in all of this. Yes. And uh, Cather has connections with Oracle, so... That, I mean, that makes... Yeah, shoot. If, he, if, Cather, if we can find Cather, he could just talk to Orgal. Like, that makes it really yeah. easy. Yeah, it would be really easy. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Um, so anyway, it's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go maybe prep the ship if you guys want to... I don't know. Get I ready. need to grab my things if that's all right. Nope, I'm Sana. Sorry. By all Sana means, it up. Uh, it's up and running. Should be fully functional. Um, Let's go. I so. make sure every day that it is, although no one ever uses it. <laughs> you know, earlier I had to deal with the, bandits. The un, the unsung hero. So earlier I had to deal with bandits Janitors, that have been man. stealing materials for the Orcish Wall. Deciding to, to chill. go to Sigil to. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and end tonight's episode. First episode <sighs> back. What's it? How do you guys feel? Oh, uh, so good, so exciting. A little I'm nervous. So happy. 
so that good. took way too much time to get you guys to go after Catherine. Oh, uh, you should have known. Well, no, at you, Grant. Thinking on Drew remembering things that I told him. Look, Edward, okay, you okay know, now, okay, now, we yeah. got other priorities than yeah. Catherine. Like, look, it, did, we, did we really need to make it any further in this episode? Exactly. Uh, just I was just pulling my hair out. Trying also, to figure out how to get guys to this point. This yeah, means that you, you got have here. to prep less for a good the next session. Look, I said yeah, all the I things. I said that. Look, we're a little rusty. It's been a little bit. Ooh, the chat loved it. Chat had a great really, time. Really time. Shout yeah. out VC. Everybody, thanks for being here. Yeah, and thanks for all you yes. guys on the Twitch Ooh. chat hanging out. So far. Yeah. This, this right here is a big moment. The first episode of chapter two of book one. Gosh. Dude, that's oh, a full one. Chapter um, one. <laughs> thank you guys chapter so much for watching, for hanging out. Come back next week when we get uh, going on episode two. Keep this trend going. We're going to be here like almost every Monday now. It's going to be crazy. Like back Check to out the stream well. live sometime or the Discord for character art and stuff because we have new character art thanks to Lydia and it looks really good. So if you're yeah. on podcasts, yes. check it out for real. Keep an uh, eye also- out in September. Sorry if I'm interrupting you. No, you're good. Uh, September through October is when we'll be streaming um, Between the Rows, Sins of the Father. Uh, and the last episode will be on a Monday. It will be on Halloween that October 31st. Um, so if you aren't watching the streams that normally will happen on Wednesdays, you're going to show up and be like, yo, what's this? So stop on by on Wednesdays when we start actually streaming between the rows. Don't worry. I'll remind you constantly. Yes. Um, so do that. Also, be sure to be back here, hopefully Thursday night, not confirming that time. We need to confirm that time. Uh, but hopefully Thursday night for the Triple Wits one shot. Um, mm-hmm. You've seen our boy Triple Wits. And also be on the lookout for um, our Patreon one-shots that should be coming up in the next several weeks. Um, and then, yeah, keep buying merch. Keep hanging out in the Discord. Keep showing up on Mondays. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Whole nine tell yards. All the bugs. Make fake accounts using different emails and use them all <laughs> at the same time. Yes. All um, um, I don't think we have anything else to say, so... Is it time? Do I get to do it? Uh, I think it's time. time, and I think you oh, can, oh, in fact, do much. it. Good luck and Godspeed, Dungeoneers. We'll see you next time. Have a great night. Thank you for watching the Paper Dungeon Podcast. For more content, check out our YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok at The Paper Dungeon, or check out our socials on Instagram and Twitter. For fun D&D talk and updates on the show, check out our Discord. With all that said, good luck and Godspeed. We'll see you next time, Dungeoneers.